What's up, folks? It's Jake here from the Ask River Podcast. Thanks for checking us out. If you want to come and be a part of the conversation, please do so. We'd love to have you. Hit us up at gmail at astrovertmedia at gmail.com and on Instagram at astrovert underscore media. We post clips and songs from each show as well as other news regarding our music and more important things like memes we enjoy. You can also find any of our covers posted on Patreon at Astrovert Podcast and our YouTube channel at Astrovert Media. New music will be up there soon. You can find any of the music on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you get your music as well. Now quiet down, Mike, so we can start the show. For he, a little bit. Yeah, for a long time. He wrote a lot of Justin Bieber's songs. Oh, he's talking about it. Yeah. Jam? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote a lot of Justin Bieber songs? Yeah. That's weird. I yeah, I had heard that. that. What's up, producer Greg? Producer Greg. Oh, but going back to the, what I was saying, I started learning the guitar because of the the Dragon Ball Z theme. <gasps> Really? The one that's like, yeah, yeah. That's how I got. awesome. That's why I was like, that's why I've always enjoyed like anime intros. And like, it almost this is almost like the feel. This is what I started out with, I suppose. Don't eat my balls, son. Please, Gregory. Gregory. He's like, oh, somebody's paying attention to me. Good boy. All right. Well, we are joined today. By very special guest, our friend Connie's here. Oh goodness! Oh, the pit gotta have the oh. pit vipers. Very nice. There we go. I try to make this show as silly as I can. Okay. And me wearing stupid ass glasses kind of helps me act like a complete fool. It doesn't no, help. No, they're pretty cool. It doesn't help me though because they're not. You I do not have to humor this. I can't tell if he's like looking at me when I'm talking to him. <laughs> oh yeah, he he's his computer. He's got his his computer just like sitting in front of him and stuff. Where did my glaring? No, honestly, though, I like him. Oh, he's a little mountain goat. No, he's a little... <laughs> he likes to climb on stuff. We have a, a picnic table and a bench right outside our house right here. And this morning, he was jumped up on the bench and was, like, climbing onto the table. Don't eat the headphones, For no reason. My really? And I saw him through the window, and I opened it, and I said, what are you doing? And he, like, I don't like you jumped right. down and, like, <laughs> Greg... He is a little mountain goat. I love Corky so much. I was saying, does he do the? I, I think I've asked before. Does he do that thing where he the excited bounce? Oh, the excited bounce. So he did for a little bit, but um, what he does now is if you're not like giving him what he wants, is he'll jump once and then start barking, and then um, like that's about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, I don't want to have to play for you anymore. Just he just he goes through like different stuff. Like he'll try to touch your hand or he'll like give you his paw or he'll like sit down. 
Um, Cause he's just getting confused by the direction. <laughs> um, down. He goes to down for like everything. If I'm like, Greggy, he'll like flop. <laughs> His ears perk up. Good boy. Yeah. Um, you, I meant to ask, what's your, uh, your stuff on Spotify? Constance Tizano. Just that. I, I know we're going to, I'm going to put it in the link. Um, description down below. Description, yeah. But yeah. your, your song made my top 100 this year. One of Did them. It? Yeah. Which I believe, which one was it? I made somebody's top five. Oh, <gasps> nice. I was like, what? Nice. Trust me. That's out of like five people, but. Still. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which one? I think it was being in love. Maybe? You know, I perhaps tertiarily had. One I think of your that's songs. like the one. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I, it's I love that like jazzy feel to it. You know, it is really probably like the best solo thing that I've done. But I released a song on SoundCloud that I recorded with one of my friends, and I lost like the song like i don't have the song it's on soundcloud oh really um my friend doesn't have the song because he like purged he like bought a new studio space and like opened like a thing like and he doesn't have it anymore and i don't have it anymore um and soundcloud has it but they won't give it to me really because i i actually had to go back for when i put our last call demo up i had to i didn't have the file I had to go to the uh, my SoundCloud and download oh. it off my own page. That's the problem. I don't have access oh, really? to my account, and I tried to get it, and it was like so outdated because it was from like ten to twelve years ago. Yeah, and it was so outdated that I didn't even know what email address I used. Like it was, I, it was nothing short of like, sorry, we can't. That sucks. Recognize you. <laughs> did, did you did you set it as an option to download? Um, what do you mean? Like, sure, if you pulled up the yeah, SoundCloud like, page, it would show it. On certain SoundCloud pages, it'll give you the option option to download the song. It'll have that like I think it has that little down arrow with the circle over it. You know, what? I'm gonna pull it up right <sighs> now. Yeah, Let's see. if you yeah. can, you can have download I just the file. been <laughs> negligent in my search for this have i just like given up too easy <laughs> oh we we've been we've been tricking uh media platforms for about a year now yeah what, what was the name of the song um i don't fucking remember let's uh, see all i could just start uh, reading reading them off yeah <laughs> there's radio love oh that's it okay. it was so fun it check out radio love on radio soundcloud love. um, um no, it is not set to download. Yeah, no. I yeah, I feel like I like tried what I could. Um like old phone number, old email address, old everything. Just nothing. Maybe they you were just like have to re-record it. Yeah. I could, but like eh. <laughs> I respect it. You know, cost money, time. Yeah, we got the stuff right here. Yeah. And like Oh, learn our, it. Learn yeah, it. The guy like our buddy Kyle who uh we're recording with like we're just like I'm. I'm giving him money for it, but like he's just he just wants to record us because he's Hell getting yeah. his business kind of going. So Hell yeah, so yeah we can, that'd be fun. Hell yeah, I want to hear that song. Actually. A quick aside. Yes, we got to talk to Kyle because BSH might do drums with him. Ooh, we're talking about it. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna record. I like Jason like a thousand bands, three, <gasps> and one of them is back getting back together finally. Yeah. Oh wow. Which I don't feel threatened by yet, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's my oldest band. 
Yeah, oh. that's literally like, been that's together why it's for like, like I can't twelve like, years. Yeah, I can't step on oh. his toes or anything. So, um, really can't. Speaking of, I have. Let me pull up my list of questions that I had. <gasps> well, questions for uh, since we're leading into it. What you want to? Let's talk about your your. Oh Jesus, your music <laughs> history. So you were we? I I I think I I met you post Saline. And I yes. was a huge fan of yes. Saline. Were you? Yes. What do because, you mean? So, <laughs> Adam Noreen was in the Falling Red before you oh, guys. Tim oh Shaughnessy's in my band. Wait, have we met We've before? never actually met, but oh we are God. six degrees of inner turbulence. I think I've seen what? you at a couple shows. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. It's a crazy, yeah. And that's why when he was like, oh, we're going to have my friend Con, I was like, dude, I love Saline. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, this yeah. is fantastic. God. Oh. One of the songs I think was on my top 100. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was just going to say when you were like, oh, my band's reuniting. Like, yeah. oh, my band, we always joke about it. Yeah. But like, we're... That like Tyler lives in a different state and like oh, yeah. just different like life stuff <laughs> and I don't think it'll happen. But we're always like we should re-record our album and then release it. But like don't tell anyone it's old or just re-release the album as is because like not a bunch of people know about it. We could just pretend. Yeah, and I, I mean it's a re-release. That's you know? a, it's not a bad that's not a bad idea. Mainly because it's so much easier to get a better like a good sounding recording out of like nothing nowadays. Oh yeah, as opposed to like you know paying. I mean the first I think the first time I ever recorded we paid like fifteen hundred and it was trash. It was we, oh. we were swindled. Big Sky Hunters, by the way, had the same exact conversation you guys did. We're really? just acting on it. Yeah, most of the songs we're gonna record we've had for four or five years. How how long were you guys going? Um, I'm really bad at time. Um, <laughs> so I know. I think the correct me if I'm wrong. You might know my history better. <coughs> All than right. Me. Um, the falling red started high school age. You're my age, or yeah. like around there. I just turned thirty two. Like okay, so I just turned thirty three. Okay, so the falling red was like high school. Till like we graduated and then we saline started shortly after we graduated when did i graduate 2009 maybe it started the same year but like fall okay um i don't know but then we went until like 2022 okay so it wasn't very long but you mean 2012 yeah. I was okay. like, 2022 would be... <laughs> this 11 I'm years is not... Time. 11 years is not... For bands, say it's not like Yeah, that. no, 2012. Holy shit, that was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, So yeah, that period of time. And okay. we put out like an EP and a full album. So that's the history. Was there anything after that? Um, Besides like solo stuff? I Yeah, actually, so for a little bit, I... Like I, I did a cover band thing, um, at the pierogi fest and oh, somewhere yeah. awesome. in Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Um, the pierogi with, fest is fantastic. Yeah, no, it, it was sounds dope. Incredible. <laughs> uh, it was a good time. Um, but I did like, we did like my chemical romance. We did a fallout boy cover. Like we were very much marketed as like, we're doing these like pop punk little like covers, 
Um, and it was awesome. How did that play at Pierogi Fest? I'm uh, genuinely curious. It was interesting because like there was some people. Okay, wait. I didn't know these people. I'm pretty sure I found them on like Craigslist or something. Oh, that's and, great. Yeah. <laughs> but they were like uh actual people and (laughs) (laughs) they were like actual people and they were super cool um no maybe that's not how i met them i don't remember um but they were super cool um sabrina was a drummer she's super awesome she's a great drummer um albert and um oh shit what's her name No. All good. No. Let me let me let me know by Wednesday, and I'll just I'll put in just like drop drop Rebecca or something. Uh, Well, I it doesn't really matter. I don't talk to her. Um, I had a good time with her. Uh, Shout out to her, whoever she is. Yeah, no, she was great. Um, She played guitar, and her, and even after this show, it kind of got weird. I don't even know. Like we just stopped doing stuff. We went to Six Flags one time. Uh, and then Albert, myself and fill in the blank, um, (laughs) tried to start our own band and we wrote like three of the coolest songs I think I ever wrote in my life. Um, and I lost two of them. I remember like one line from each of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, because they were like only recorded on my phone. Um, we like never did anything with it. And Jay, oh, her name is Jay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jay, if you hear this. Um, but anyway, we like just barely did anything with it. And then we just sort of like stopped doing it. Um, but it was like not out of like, they all like, they lived in the city and I didn't. And it was like exhausting to go there. And like, they also were kind of flaky and I was flaky. Cause we were like mid twenties, like just, yeah. I don't know, flaky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so it kind of ended, but then I did a couple solo songs and that's about it. That's like all I've done. I think I remember this was the, cause I, I feel like I picked, picked you up from the airport when you were coming back from New York when you, you recorded those songs yeah because that's a I'd pretty that's because I had those on like a flash drive shit for a long time and Hell yeah. then you put them up on Spotify and I was like holy shit I forgot about these songs yeah, yeah. oh dude but the, yeah. that's awesome I um, forgot about that Sorry. No. Thanks for taking me home from the airport. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. But 2012 seems like a weird, because that's the year that Everett ended too. It's like, that's, yeah, that must've been the brick wall for a lot of people. I'm trying to think what I was doing. I wasn't very active. No. I mean, we were supposed to play playing bowling alley shows and shit like that. Those are the best. And I wasn't taking, I wasn't taking the drums nearly as seriously as I do now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a lie. That's a damn lie. (laughs) <laughs> I was pro- that was back when I was practicing for like four hours a day. That's that. yeah. Just slowly, I just had four hour back. playlist of Dream Theater songs, and I was just running them every day. Oh my god, I miss those days. I, I, I miss don't those have time too, for that my anymore. Dude. Yeah, no. I, with, with singing, it's definitely easier because you you know when you're driving, you can just sing well, whatever in the car or something like that. That's true, but also I feel like 
as I have like progressed age wise, I've tried to like take more care of my voice. <laughs> and so like I'm limited to what I can sing in the car because the position I'm in. It's yeah, not it's like, not a very yeah. promoting like yeah, proper singing it's like, technique. I try not to like just fucking yell shit out while I'm sitting hunched over driving. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> even though I want to. Uh but like I don't know. I also feel like I do silent drives a lot. Yeah. Because I work really? with kids. So oh, like, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm just like I get it. level 20, 100 all day. Um, And then get in my car and I'm like, silent time. No, I, I definitely feel that. I get that a lot with, when I come home from lessons, especially when it's just you're saying, doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. You're just, by the end of it, you're like, can I just, let's just, I just shut hear down for a second. For like a <laughs> yeah. couple Silence. minutes. But I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I uh, betrayed singing. I feel like I abandoned it because like now I have new hobby, new hobby. Feel like I never sing. I don't want to like go sing places. Sounds like work. <laughs> like <laughs> it sounds like effort. Oh, it's unfortunate. I mean, the drums and I have broken up several times in the last. Okay. Yeah. Years. This this yeah. that makes me confident. This podcast then. was basically a way for me to convince him to continue to play drums. Yeah. Because because the first like uh what twelve uh, episodes. Yeah. For like first twelve weeks was just me just like showing him stuff I wrote, talking about different uh, things. I got super into lifting weights. Oh. And yeah, I was like really out of shape. And then I got really into like lifting weights. Like I was yeah. like lifting every morning and kickboxing every evening. Wow. And I was like, I don't want to play the drums. Like I just want to keep working out. Yeah. And the more I played his songs, the more I was like, all right, I probably shouldn't give this up. Yeah. But yeah. I couldn't let him squander his talent. And no. it still pops As into it, my head all the time still. I yeah. do I do that with a lot of people though. <laughs> it's well, just I think that's just the the music teacher in me is just like Keep doing it. Yeah. What was I your, like that. What's your new hobby? What replaced the singing? So I paint minifigs Hell now yeah. for Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, that sounds really um, cool. Yeah. Uh, it's a good ass time. I fucking love it. Um, and like also uh, hyper fixation of the moment. Like so I get into like. So like, OK, the minifig thing is like financially a thing now, too. It's lucrative. Yes, it's lucrative-ish. Yeah. So that's very nice. Um, so it has extended the lifespan of this hobby. Oh, good. Um, because typically eight months. Eight months is like how long I can do something besides singing. Yeah. Like that's like a constant. Um, but now I get like sub hyper fixations because like the minifigs is like permanent. Um, so now like cooking. The last like two or three weeks just been cooking and baking and just like eating like, <laughs> just how doing did, a lot of those things how did those uh those little uh uh oh fantastic they they're dried they finally out worked. finally worked i dried some citrus fruit we gotta employ that by the way make that part of the uh the astrovert D D campaign I, I brought that up to her yeah. how we were, how we were you, you gotta talking get about going. doing that it's almost january hey yeah i know that don't worry i can i can come up with a campaign pretty easily terry's <sighs> in too that's all right oh hell so yeah you and brett are definitely oh, down. that 100%. would be awesome that'd be a lot of fun that would be super so we got fun. Our, our core squad um oh yes uh we have 
three separate pod pod questions we asked everyone. I have to bring up beforehand, though, we've been doing this for a lot longer than Daniel Tosh. He okay. took this idea from us. Just saying. Wait, is it like an Tosh does stuff still? Yeah, he well he started he took a this bit from us. Yeah, he started oh. a podcast and he would start every Did episode he took that out bit from us too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I often argue Fuck that Daniel Tosh. It was me and my buddy John who started podcasting in 2008. <laughs> we, we beat Rogan to yeah. it. We beat Adam Carolla to it. But how? What did? What was your podcast? It was. It was about sports. It, you know, it actually lasted oh. kind. Of, we did like 90 or 100 episodes, and it did pretty well for a while. It's just the problem with a sports podcast as opposed to something like this is sports is very timed. Like, if we're yeah. going to talk about what the Bears did this week, we have to, first of all, no matter what is going on in your life, we have to watch the whole game, come in on Monday, drop the episode, get it out, and then do the whole thing over next Monday. Right. And, like, uh, you know, if if we're working, like, like we would have this games DVR'd and have to go back yeah. and watch them DVR'd. Whereas this kind of thing... There's no timestamp on it. Like we right. could we could put this out theoretically, could put this out tomorrow or in seven weeks. Yeah. Right. And it holds up. Exactly. Nobody cares about last week's Bears game. And we're not gonna tell you the date of exactly. this recording. Who knows when it's happening? <laughs> Is it beautiful outside? We won't tell you. It's forty four and sunny. Exactly. Ooh, <laughs> that could be a long time. That could be Quite a few months. October to May. But no, Daniel Tosh started, <laughs> yeah, right. Daniel Tosh started a podcast and he said, he, the first question he asked every guest is, do you believe in ghosts? That was, we were just doing that like, you know, a year ago when we were doing that. <laughs> we were. I don't think that's obviously. Well, the answer is yes. And right. also, fuck Daniel Tosh. <laughs> Absolutely. Follow up question. Do you have any, uh, what's your like spooky ghost stories? Okay. So I believe. That my childhood home had some like shit going on. Um, the like the main, the two I remember the most. One of them I think I debunked, but <laughs> the other one cannot be explained. Um, so when I was younger, um, I used to see like this little boy in my room. Um, it was me and my sister in this room. We had bunk beds and our closet doors were like these massive mirrors. So like all night I would just stare at these mirrors. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it was terrifying. Um, but we also had this like toy thing. And every night I saw this like little boy sitting on this like toy chest. And like, if you could picture, what is it like DreamWorks has mm-hmm. the yeah. little moon boy? The guy okay. fishing, yeah. the little, little kid fishing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just a silhouette of a little boy. It's not even no, like it's a. It's like oh. just like a ghastly little child. It's ghastly. Like, <laughs> ghastly. Like pale blue. Yeah. Like this like uh, as if he's just like drenched in moonlight. Like, I don't know. Just this ghastly little boy. Okay. Um, And I saw him all the time. Nothing ever happened. He was just there. Um, and a couple years ago when my sister lived like not too far from here, we, I was sleeping over at her house and we were watching a scary movie or something. And then we were just like telling ghost stories 
she told me how when we were younger, she used to see this little boy in our room and we have never talked about it before. And neither one of us has oh, mentioned God. it at any point of our lives. Oh, God. Up until a couple years ago when she told me. And my immediate reaction was like, what? Like, uh, what are you talking about? Me too. Um, so Ooh. that one is like set in stone for me. That's okay. terrifying. Yeah. That, that is, is frightening. So um, but the debunked one, can I tell you the debunked one? Go nuts. One? Um, so this, this, um, it's like kind of a twofer. Um, so first I was like on our family computer. I was like pretty young at this point. And it was like way past my bedtime. I had like snuck on there. It's like 2.30 in the morning and like it's dark. And like I saw someone come in the kitchen, turn the light on, open the fridge. And I was like, yo, give me a Capri Sun. Um, <laughs> I guess I thought it was like, I thought it was like my sister. <laughs> I thought it was like my sister. And then I look over and nothing was on. And I was like, what? Okay, this was like before I smoked. Like I was like a kid at this point. Right, you so weren't like, like sheeshed out or anything. You were right, just you were like just I a was kid. just like maybe tired. I don't know. Um, but so that was weird and unsettling. And then I heard like screaming outside, like screaming, like little like, kids screaming. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was like little kids screaming. Um, but like a kind of scream that I never heard before. And so I was intrigued at like whatever age this was. And I walked outside. Oh, I very dumbly was like the person in a horror movie to like set the stage of horror. <laughs> <laughs> like I walked out into the street and I was like, what's happening? Um, and then I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Ran back in my house, like jumped in my bed, terrified. Um, it was very unsettling, like chain of events. Anyway, my bird or my neighbors had a bird. Um, and I, <laughs> my neighbors a had a bird. I had forgotten about this bird until one of my clients families got a bird. And when you are downstairs in their house where we are, where we are at. Um, and the mom leaves, the bird screams, the bird yells, it wails. It is the exact sound of what oh. I heard. <laughs> so you probably just heard a bird screaming. I just heard maybe. the bird next door screaming. All right. Um, but that doesn't explain like the like seeing, like I would see little stuff like that all the time. And my sisters said they did. I've never really talked to my brother about it because he's like 10 years older. Um there was there was a time with a Sum Forty One poster. I just, ah, oh, man. <laughs> what if, what if he hears this and then hears about you guys seeing the little boy in the mirror? And he's like, up. I saw that. I saw the little boy. boy. Oh my god. That's 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 just definitely. Then we got a full on ghost stories yeah, episode gotta, on our hands. Call that's at this true. Point. <laughs> and it's like I am oddly like I've always been. I love that house. I always was like, oh, I want this house when you guys die. And they're like, okay, well, we're probably gonna get rid of it before we die. <laughs> Um, and I'm always like, oh, well, I want it. But also, like, I've been there alone recently, and I'm like, this place is creepy as hell. <laughs> like, why would I want this place? Um, it is, like, a creepy house, I guess. It's I don't terrifying. know. The basement's creepy. Ugh. We do need to clarify. We always ask this question. Yes. Because there's a massive belief amongst the astrovert community that I don't believe in ghosts, which is actually not true. I thought you didn't believe in ghosts. No. Did I just 
convince you to believe in ghosts? I, no, I've always believed in them. <laughs> I just believe in them and not believe. I often wonder. I want in my head. I try to kind of calculate the physics of it. Like how how is the ghost actually working? Right. So I like playing around with that thought, and that's where it came from. But the way I usually ask it, it comes off as I don't believe in ghosts, oh. which is not true. Well, I mean, I went in I used ready to, to go, yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> I used to see the Virgin Mary in outlines of the sun shining off of vehicles. I'm not even kidding. What? Exactly. <laughs> I was a holy man. <laughs> what? That is Why am I, I'm learning so much sacred. about you. <laughs> um, 98 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, 1,702 to go. <gasps> you just gave it away. You just gave it away. Well, no. No, that's not. No, no. What? I said my birthday was happening two days ago, like oh. 10 minutes ago. Oh, okay. So well, if you know my birthday. Well, yeah. You, you got to start creeping. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had. I I know I've, we've talked about this. I don't think I've ever had like a true ghost experience. I think we'll I've had one. sleep paralysis. <gasps> where, because I definitely remember like uh, uh, waking up. Cause my, um, the room my parents' house was like a, uh, it was basically an add-on that the people beforehand put on there where there was like a door that led into my backyard and then yeah. the door I had to walk into the garage to actually get in there. So yeah. it was like three walls were outside, the other was the garage and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah. And so I woke up one night and I was like it was like I was laying in bed and it looked like there was somebody standing at the foot of my bed and I like jumped and ran out and then as I was in the garage I woke up like halfway through and I was like, what am I doing? And then I went Wait, back in there and but the, you- you moved though, so yes. it wasn't sleep paralysis. It was, but it was after the fact. I was laying there for a little bit. Okay, and I don't know if yeah, I definitely was, the was able. Gone when you ran. I I'm assuming so. Okay. I didn't. I didn't Ooh, like unconfirmed. I didn't turn to look, but I'm guessing like I just got <laughs> up and just immediately story, got buddy. out of there. You might have had a ghost I, story. I think you have a ghost story. I don't. Uh, maybe Mike gets his ghost story. Mike gets do his you, ghost story. Do you want to hear the most? My most terrifying sleep paralysis story. Yes. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, so one time you, you know, love the Virgin Mary. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, that's the first thing they say about me. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, at the time, like I was having sleep paralysis regularly because of like medical reasons yeah like I, I was taking like a medication and this one time in specific i my dream started out that i was at a you know those like places in wisconsin dells where you could buy like arrowheads and rocks yes and like yeah, yeah. yeah like stuff like that like little outposts with like moccasins and like fun stuff um so i was at one of those and this lady was at like a little rock bin across from me. And she was like, you don't believe in God. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, you don't believe in God. And she like got angry about it. And she just kept saying it. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I woke up and I was in my bedroom. And I was like, OK, what the fuck? Fucked up dream. And then my mom walked in my room. And then she was like, you don't believe in God. And what? I was like, what? what? Um, and I started freaking out. But I couldn't move. I was trapped. And have you ever seen Coraline? Oh, yeah. You know how the mom gets all spidery? Yes. So my mom like (laughs) leaned 
my mom like leaned over my bed way too far possible for like just it's, her to do it yes right. it was not it was not really happening um but she leaned over and she like grabbed this necklace i was wearing and she was like pulling it off um and finally finally i like snapped out of it and i was like i was doing it to myself like i woke holy up and i was just like shit. pulling on my necklace it was fucking terrifying um Goosebumps. That's wild. Yeah. yeah that's, no. That is like uh, that is out of like a James Wong horror movie. Oh my like, god! It was like so scary. It's terrifying. God. So scary. The Virgin Mary possessed both the sales Jesus. clerk and your mother that's in the same. Yeah. Jesus. Lord, that's terrifying. I used to sleepwalk as a boy. Did you? my yeah. neighbor did? Okay. What did you do? I would walk around the house, mm. and then, like, I would just go to. I would just walk around the house, and I would think I was going back to bed yeah. in random places. And so like my older brother is like five, six, seven years older than me yeah. at the time would be like, he'd be like sitting in the family room playing video games and he would just see my uncontrolled body walk out, lay in the middle of the floor and go to bed. Oh my God. He was like, is this kid, is this kid dying or something? What's going this on? Kid I, oh I think I went to sleep in almost every room in the house. My sister, my younger sister, when she was like four or five, used to fall asleep either in her bed or at the kitchen table with various foods in her hand. Oh. Like she fell asleep with a pound of like crocus ham one time. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. See, what I would do is get up and bring the food back to my location okay. and then I would wake up with like the empty bag next to me. Like, like yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that's I, crazy I, though. I there, I feel like there was a small period where I sl I was sleepwalking. I definitely remember a few times just like waking up in my sister's room to her being like, "Mike, go back to bed, go back to bed." You're on acid, Mike. Yeah. Go back to bed, Mike. But I do think there is well, there was Control one other yourself, time that Mike. this might have been like actual sleep paralysis. Yeah. it's not as like hardcore as that. Yeah, that was, one. That well, one sounds... that I think was also just like induced. Like, yeah. oh, you yeah. know, like more severe. That, yeah, because that, of... that's terrifying. Yeah, that it was horrifying. I did have one like that, but it was right after surgery. Yeah, like I woke up from a surgery and for what I thought was like 20 minutes, yeah. I swore to God the nurse was my grandmother. Oh my God. Yeah, and she wasn't, and I don't even know if it lasted 20 minutes, but I was like, my brain the whole time was like, Grandma's the nurse here? Like, what the fuck? Just trying to piece oh things my together. God. It was the like, first time happening? my six-year-old brain cussed. Yeah. <laughs> I was terrified. <laughs> but I, was, I cut you I was off, laying, I was laying in bed, and like the dream, I, I don't know if it was a dream or if it was like sleep paralysis, but it was like, I was, the dream was I was laying in bed, and it was, I was in the upstairs room at this time. I was pretty young. And you know those, um, uh, the, the like marble toys where they're just like big, like obstacle marble courses. Marble run, buddy. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Play it like, every day Marble almost. Olympics or something like that. Yeah. Uh, well, it, the dream was me laying like on my back, staring at my closet. And I heard the sound of that marble. And it seemed it like it was far away, but then it got as it got closer, it got louder and like deeper. Mm. And then I woke up right as it would have like hit, but I didn't see anything. Yeah. I just like heard and felt it. And then right as it hit is when I actually woke up. <gasps> Wait, have you ever heard of what is it, exploding head syndrome? No. <gasps> okay. Wait. Have you heard is of it? I think I have. Is this a real thing? Is this not, yeah, this sounds really familiar. Oh, no. So it's not really exploding. Okay. Okay, so exploding head syndrome is when you are falling asleep, there's something that can occur 
um, where you hear a loud noise and it like jolts you awake. It's this. It's the same as the falling thing, but it's a noise. It's not okay. the falling. Okay. Um, and it's, um, I get it so like every so often and for me it normally sounds like a car door slamming um and like other people hear like an explosion a firework um a drum like you could hear different sounds um and mine is always like like a car door slam and it just like will jolt me awake because it's it's you hear it so loud. This is like a diagnosed thing, like like a like. Well, this the is syndrome like a is just like something that can ha- like okay. it's not like a permanent issue. I only ask because like yeah, what like I would love to know what denotes the triggering sound. Like why for you is it a car, car door? Yeah, I don't know. It seems so crazy well, that it's, it's just what, that specific. Well, and what blows like, I guess what I think would yeah. be the reason is like I am falling asleep. Like, so maybe just like some weird subconscious like memory is like, that's where my dream starts always. I don't know. Okay. You know, like. It sounds like it could be something like that. They're like the certain, like whatever the tone that you hear hear could. Right. So your brain associates with something. Exactly. You could hear a car door, but someone who can hear it here would hear more like a snare sound maybe or something like that. Oh yeah. Like, yes. Like the pitch, I guess, of it. Um, Perhaps someone who tortured themselves in a garage with a drum set. This guy Their right entire here. childhood. I, I've never had that. I would I, hear a snare drum and be angry at the tuning. That's right. I, I sometimes, just from marching band, I sometimes do hear the doctor beat, like the anvil that they would play over and over, just kind of ting, ting, ting. But I, um, oh, what was I just about to say? I don't know, sir. Do you oh. got it back? I was going to lead you to something, but I want you to come up with this first. Oh, it was commenting on whatever we were just talking you about. You don't have exploding head syndrome, Yes, but I have the tripping thing constantly. You have tripping oh, head syndrome? Where is that? Yeah, we're like, we're, I'll like be half asleep and it's like, maybe even like I'll start to be, I'll start to dream okay. and in yes. the dream I trip, but then that trip makes me feel like I'm actually falling in, in real life. So I wake yes. up from it. Yeah. I don't have that. Okay, wait. What do you have you before have I ask head? a question? Because I have a question for you guys. He's just, I got this jazz hand. Thing. I have. <laughs> I do I have this do thing where I, when I dream a lot, there comes a point in the dream where I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Almost like if you've ever seen Divergent mm-hmm. and every time she goes, this isn't real. And then she like wakes up like something will be happening. I'm like, none of this makes sense. And then I wake up. Oh. There's a point at which I kind of know what's going on. Almost. You should, if that's you, crazy. you should, if you can. Sometimes work, I that hate sounds it. like you're yeah. right on like the point of when you're able to lucid dream, where Some, you can like control what's happening. You know, sometimes I can do that. You should. Do you wear like a smartwatch? I used to, and I stopped. You should track your sleep because apparently the new thing that everybody is like believing, mm-hmm. and it could be true, um, is if you wake up. Like, is this in the middle of the night or the morning? Usually through my first sleep cycle. Usually about three to four hours after I go to sleep. So what time, roughly? That's like middle of the night, probably. One, two, three a.m. Okay. So around there. So the new thing is if you wake up a lot around two, three, that time, it's yeah. because your cortisol levels are too high. That is that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's the new science. Okay. Um. So I don't know. Think it could about be. that. It's stress, it's cortisol, and yeah. stress-induced, and maybe I love me some stress. Yeah, maybe that stress is just like, hey, 
and yeah. you're like, oh my God, what is this bullshit happening? You gotta get up. There's Wake not up. enough time in the day. Although I will say lately, I've since I started working out like heavy again, <laughs> I sleep like a baby for eight straight really? hours. Nothing can wake me up. It's I have an issue. I just have an I, issue. I recommend it. I, my, I just have an issue with, d- despite what time I fall asleep, I always wake up at like 6, 6.30. Here's what you should do. You should be, when you wake up in the morning, you should train chest for three hours. <laughs> okay, wait. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> time to lift. I, I have to ask you guys. Straight episodes. Go before ahead. I forget it, I have to ask yeah. you. Do you guys know what Alice in Wonderland syndrome is? This is also an experience you could have. No, but I want to know. Yeah, no, okay. I'm curious. So, I have had this my whole life, and I never knew what it was. And one day, I was like scrolling through Reddit, just you know, doing some light reading, and I somebody had said, "Hey, do you know what it is when you're falling asleep and you feel like you're in a very big room, or you feel like you're in a very small room?" Or it feels like your head is very big or it feels like there's all these like big, small type of things. And I got to the bottom of it and it's called like Alice in Wonderland syndrome. We're like, I think that's it. It's like when I'm falling asleep, I usually start to panic either because it feels like the space I'm in is overwhelmingly large. Um... And then sometimes it feels like overwhelmingly small, like the drink okay. and cookie thing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it, like, it'll well, wake I, me up. The, like the small, the small I get because it feels like a, you're like you know more of a claustrophobic yeah. type of thing. What would the large like? What is the standing in for front that? of the ocean? Oh, okay. Like it feels like uh like have you ever been on a cruise? Yeah. Or like a big no, boat? I, I don't know why I said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The like, ocean. Yeah. <laughs> The ocean at night boat before. <laughs> uh, is terrifying. It is. It's so dark. It's so big. And it like it makes your stomach drop. Like not everyone, but like it made my stomach drop when I saw it for the first time. And like it's the same feeling like I'll be like falling asleep and it's just like overwhelmingly big space and I feel my stomach drop and I wake so it's just up. like a vast like nothing yes. kind of thing. OK, that's Seeing interesting because I've I've taken several vacations to southern california and i've stayed literally on the beach yeah and i love standing next to the ocean right oh. before i go to bed and right before i wake up i love it by the yeah. beach i love okay. it by the beach that when i vast... was in the middle of it i yeah. was like holy okay shit. maybe I, that's yeah, the difference yeah you're that makes surrounded sense. by nothing. like the yeah. beach is great a hyperbolic time chamber like yeah. you you literally there was like a boat or a light on the boat that was like spinning so you could occasionally see in front of you at night but without that light you can't see like right past the railing and if they flash the light out you can only see for like five ten feet a, yeah it's so and there's just water like okay yeah that that, it, like, so, that actually sounds terrifying yeah it really it. is <laughs> that sounds horrible um to me would it sounds i go great, on a cruise but... again no but maybe it was kind of fun. I think it was it just depends like, on the cruise. There's what? plenty of them. For now. me, it depends on the cruise. Um, it was Parahoy. The but Paramore see, this cruise. This is exactly where I'm going. This is probably where you're going to. They had a Paramore cruise. Oh, they have it every so often. What? That's uh, crazy. Yeah, and it was Paramore, Newfound Glory. Holy shit. Um, 
who else? What, Damn, there was someone else. Oh, Tegan and Sarah. Oh, God. Um, three for three. <laughs> and then Doug Benson was the comedian okay, on board. That's awesome. I smoked weed with him. No, it was oh, a good time. Tight. That's That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah we like hung out. It was fun. My my roommates always do the 311 cruise. And oh. Like, I, that's, I mean, if they're yeah. in, you know, there's... <laughs> I'm not a big 311 fan, but yeah. But they, but like Coheed, I am, but I don't tell people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like Coheed had one recently. I would go to Did that. They? They, yeah, they, uh, they're like Neverender something. I can't. They, remember. I think the they SS Neverender. Yeah, they did like an album a night or something they like did. that. Oh, and they did like five damn. albums or something. But that's something I'd go to. That's such. That's so strange that that is like. That's the new destination for all of these like uh, the bands or oh, just any yeah. sort of like. It's cruise time, baby. Yeah, it's cruise time. Everyone oh that God. liked us when we were younger now have money. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, you guys want to play a song? I was going to yes. say, yeah. yeah, let's go ahead and run yeah. through Hell a song yeah. real quick. Ready? Okay. It's been like a year since I've been home. Flooding with an addiction. I can't shake go. My mouth is dry as self-medicate It's come down with yourself It's driving you away It's driving you away Piece by piece Day by
Like I was saying before, I actually never listened to the um, the full version of that Nothing But Thieves song. Yeah. And I'm going to probably crank that album when on my way home just because I didn't, I didn't, don't, I just was so focused on that piano part that I didn't venture anywhere else. Yeah. Like, no. Man, that was I good. I fucking love them. Uh, is that the only album they have out? Like, are they? No, like a, they have more than one album. That's inc- I love that. That's incredible. I just, um, unfortunately, am the kind of person that will listen to one thing and then listen to it for like five years and like not move on. Like their new album will come out and I'm like, I'm not ready for it yet. <laughs> totally same. I, I'm not ready for it. What's yeah. the band's name again, really quick? Because nothing but thieves. I also need to. Uh... Yeah, it's a good deep dive on that. Yeah. I need to grab something. Oh, yeah, go Go for it. Go nuts. We can talk business. Business talk. 100th episode, baby. 100th episode coming coming up. up. Connie said Paramore earlier, and I was like, shit, should we have done a Paramore song? (laughs) But. No, I think we we got a good list going. We got a great list. Yeah. There's some pretty solid songs. Should you, Terry, and I rock any of the originals? Oh, that would be fun, too. Right. We could always do that for sure. It's, a, it's just a world of possibility at our feet. I haven't played those in several months, but it'll be fine. That's right. It's like riding a bike. It it really is. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I I feel like that with the, the, a lot of like I um I'm assuming it was the same with you picked up with drums. Just getting back into it, it took you like not very long to be like, okay, this is how my feet work again. It needs to be. Oh, okay, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. Little reminders, like oh, you you know. Let let's let's figure out how efficiently to move body part to body part to keep it in the good right position. Yeah. and I'm sure a lot of drummers don't go into that because they're not playing a 40 piece drum set or they're not doing stupid things like I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most drummers are normal people, and no drummers are normal people. No drummers are normal. No, people. have you ever problems. met a normal human being who plays the drums? <laughs> Absolutely not. not actually, no. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> almost all drummers I know are constantly hitting yeah. stuff. Anarchists, agitators. Yeah. 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 My uh, my brother in law, he does um uh he teaches I can't remember what the drum line's name or the drum corps name is, but he yeah. does a lot of like uh snare teaching and whatnot. Yeah. And it's just like <clears throat> when we were all getting ready for um uh, there because their wedding was earlier this month. Mm-hmm. We were all getting ready, it was like there was just a room full of drummers and then me. And their friend Kyle, who all play guitar, and like the the whole living room was just like, <laughs> like everyone's just like, oh, this thing, you know? oh my god, but that's I just assume is what their head is always going like. Everything is just constantly moving that quickly. Oh yeah, that's funny. I never really thought about that, but I think it's true. Um, I have we have one more podcast question. 
Okay. And then I wanted to talk a little bit more music stuff. But uh, you are familiar with Pokemon, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you were going to start, uh, or if you were going to start a band comprised of all Pokemon, <gasps> I want you, what what genre would you pick? Ooh. And what members would be would the band be consisted of and what instruments would they play yeah Ooh. there is a through line that we've noticed for a lot we of have people one, so yeah. we're just curious as to what yours your picks oh would be. boy okay so we're starting a polling company as well yeah <laughs> uh what is his name doug trio okay. dig trio doug yeah right drums really <laughs> okay. like okay. you know like just bobbing their little you know, it's like having three arms, right? Yeah, yes. exactly. Okay. Um, and then, uh, ooh, I'm gonna like literally my Pokemon experience is I collected the cards and then I like would go to Burger King Pokemon trading night, heck yeah, and like Hell trade yeah. them. Um, but I never played the game, didn't know anything about the game itself, watched the show, um, like as a kid, and then. Uh, Pokemon Snap. That's it. You're good. Like, you got the original 150. Yeah, that's, yeah, most, that's like those are the ones we're interested in. Yeah, most okay. people that we've asked those are they don't stray away from the original. Because okay, beyond so, 150, I couldn't name you a single one. Okay, fantastic. So those are my drums. Um, then I'm gonna go. Ditto, frontman. Oh, that's 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 Ditto a good front one. Man, very you know? very diverse, versatile. Really change into anything you really need. Exactly, that's a good idea. That's um, I'm going to put oh, who's that uh, real ugly looking lady? <laughs> Jinx. Um, wait, what's its name? Jinx. Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Jinx is going to be my bass player. <laughs> okay. Real yeah. quickly, would you would you choose the Doug Trio with hair or without hair? Oh, I've seen. <laughs> I have never seen with they're, hair. They're they're newer ones now where they look like Fabio. Oh my God, no! Yeah, without this is hair, absurd. I want right. without hair Doug Trio. Um, just their little whatever you like bumps. What I'm, what I'm, I think they're supposed to be moles. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's what they are. Okay. Well, their little heads just yeah. bopping on drums. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so bass. I also need um I'm gonna put Snorlax on the keys. Ooh. That's a good that Heck would be yeah. A, and a keyboard he band. That's a bet. really wide reach. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of range you can, you can play get out a twelve of that. octave keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Man knows his way around ninety six keys. <laughs> <laughs> and then to finish things off, we're gonna <laughs> this is gonna be silly because the first four were completely sane yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be because so the whole silly. concept Guys, of the idea is normal goofy, uh you might think i'm crazy but <laughs> i'm gonna throw psyduck on background singers Heck yeah. and Slowpoke on guitar and we're gonna call it a day Ooh, what kind of band would this be um this I feel like slow poke on guitar if you're not playing just like, like you've been the sound growler, right? Yes. Just if you're not doing just nothing but doom metal. Yes. Like very slow. Yeah. Open notes. Oh my All God. Notes. Yeah. Well, it's a doom metal band. That's, All right. That's yeah. It. That's fine. That's fine. Ditto can definitely handle right. that. I like it. See, that, there we go. So that's the first time someone hasn't said 
Machamp for drums. Yeah. The guy with the forearms. No. Everyone ever says Machamp. Yeah. No. I just want just three little heads. Yeah. They're just they're like drums. the they're like the auxiliary percussion people from Slipknot. Absolutely. <laughs> Popping up at different places in the stage. <laughs> yeah, just hitting stuff. Yeah. That's, that's great. what uh that's what I would like. Awesome. I like that. Ditto, honestly, ditto, that is a game changer. You can Ditto has never been considered before, no, and that's a really I've good never, call. I have never even thought about that. No. Because you can that's do literally up. anything. That's ditto erasure, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay, I guess going off of that, so um, do you have, what? what is your best and worst live experience? Either, oh, I guess go with the show worst that you first. played. That I have yeah, played. Yeah, that you've done. If you can remember, like oh. something that, like your words, your you know. Okay. Um, I feel like there was one time. It was very much. The show must go on. Um, I was like really sick, and we were gonna get paid money, so we were like, we're just gonna do it. Um, and it was bad. I sounded really bad. Like it wasn't like a, it, it wasn't like a, oh, she sounds a little sick. It was like a, she needs do you to go hear anything? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like my voice was gone. What I was able to like produce was like, not, it was not good. Oof. Um, and like, aside from that, like I felt like shit, I didn't want to be doing that. Like I was just like, oh my God, this is the fucking worst. <laughs> like Not nearly as entertaining as you normally would be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I remember, like, I just remember like being like regret, like regretting, like, why wasn't I just like, I don't want to do that. Sorry. <laughs> it's not going to be good. We shouldn't do that. Um, I mean, the allure of getting paid. That's I I I think I We can, had to do it. I can recall like two or three actual shows where we've gotten money from it, like in power oh my many God. years. So that's understandable. Yeah, we were getting money for it. Um and there was like a decent amount of people there and like I don't know. It was just a why why not? But I was like, Why am I doing this? This is this doesn't look good for us. Um and Best performance ever um, is actually not, well, or like favorite. It's like a favorite of mine was not my own performance thing. Um, I was a backup singer for someone once, but then I got to like sing my own part of a song. Oh, okay. Um, and it was fun as hell. Um, and it was at like the Arlington race course. Place. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Nice track. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good time. I was like backup singer for Chris Medina, and then we like sang a part of a song together. I don't know. It was interesting. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a fun time. Um, and I sounded great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you weren't sick. None of that. That's, right. Are, yeah, that's that place is. Isn't it? Isn't that where the Bears are purchasing that might place? Be, maybe they bought it. That place is huge. That's pretty. Uh, that's a. Yeah, it was a really nice place. That's awesome. Yeah. Because everybody dressed up all hoity-toity, the big hats. No, was it was it during like a, a horse race. No, it was like um, it was like a fair. Like it was like a. It wasn't like a big like Kentucky Derby thing okay. or like anything. You know, like it wasn't like a during a race. Even um, I don't even know what it was. 
but it was fun. I showed up. I went to a practice space twice. Have you ever been to like one of those practice spaces in the city? Yeah. I rent one. Yeah, that's oh, do you? Yeah, yeah I, we have a space at the Music Garage. I've used like them a few times with different groups of people. Oh, I forgot about a different cover band oh. I was doing for a little oh, bit. Greg, don't like that. Greg, <laughs> <laughs> Producer Greg, don't eat the don't no don't, don't eat like, the cords, don't like man. The power strip, Greg. <laughs> You're going to be shaking for the rest of your life if you eat that power strip, my guy. Don't do it. Um, Come hang out. But yeah, no. um, Those practice space rooms are like nice, but also kind of like weird, I guess. Oh, yeah. Like it was weird getting used to the idea of like, oh, there's just a practice space. Like there's just this room we come to play music in. Yeah. Yeah. The one. No, the one. Not that one. Greggles. That's the loud. That's the loud one. (laughs) He's got stuff to say. Chicken and waffles. Uh, the place that we play at now is uh, is really nice, but the one beforehand it used to be a, it was like an old shoe polish uh, factory. Oh, yes. that they turned into the old Carol place. Yeah, it was very. It felt sketchy. It was nice, but like going in there, you're like, was this like a mental ward? Like it's just yeah. No, I think I've been there. It's a paint factory. Everything like yeah, door like metal doors all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've been there. Okay, very very creepy. (laughs) But like they're great. It's great that there's like practice spaces. I wish it wasn't in the city though. That's the only right. I but I think we've talked before. Like it feels like there's no real local things for that anymore. No, everything shifted to uh like the local scene is now just chicago are there even local shows yeah out here well i've had this conversation recently where like i think everything is very like diy now where it's like at people's homes and shit like that and like that is only happening in the city (laughs) like there's no like good suburban like there's no kids that like own a house at 18 right in the suburbs yeah that's true like the book club so it like the just book club the way that music has gone now it's like not made for the suburbs yeah is, you know it's not made for the younger generation too it's so expensive yeah to get into just as an instrument now oh yeah good lord oh yeah it i mean just like a good my guitar alone it was like 800 and, you're, and that's yeah. not yeah. counting like amp amplifiers any of that right. other stuff it's like Oh my God, that's unreasonable. It is. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely unreasonable when we were younger, but right. it was a lot easier when we didn't have to worry about like cheaper adult things. Right. Oh my God, rent. yeah, that little in between. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I got a part time job. I'm gonna spend my entire check on a yeah. on a guitar cab. Like, <laughs> but before that, you could. Now it's now it's to the point where like if you're 20 years old right now and you're trying to build like your first like. I don't even want to say like pro drum set, just like your first like real drum set. Like you get a Tama or a PDP and like three crashes and a hi hat and a ride. Like you're talking twelve to fifteen hundred dollars. It's a lot of money. Yeah. How much was it like ten years ago? You seven hundred. Okay, well, I guess you yeah. get seven hundred to a thousand. And I feel like all my friends had to like crowdsource for our shit or like yeah, like not individual instruments, but like. I don't know. Like you, I feel like you can't do that either now. You know. I, well, I, 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 it, I think it kind of like, like you were saying before, it is very DIY. But I feel like everybody's has their own like pocket of like bubble, right? Nowadays, um, I forgot. I, I was listening to there's this uh, YouTuber, uh, the punk rock NBA. 
Yeah. He does a lot of like histories of bands and stuff like that. And uh, he was watching some video where they were talking about like making it in 2023 and how just everything is so there's there's just so much out there now that like technically like i mean if you could pay rent with your music that's really like what making it is yeah the idea of like the taylor swift is so is so off in the distance nowadays because like taylor swift yeah and and (laughs) something like that like it would be is like like it's not i mean you look at most like top 40s it's like very um, it's the same people. Yeah, or it's like it's not. It's not like someone who you know played local shows at sh- right. in Chicago. They just had like they put out a, like you know a, a single or whatever, right. and then they got signed immediately, and then were right. thrown into mm-hmm. a stadium. People on tour. TikTok will like post a song and just like they're famous. Yeah, um, I see that a lot. I've seen a lot of that. Or like, yeah, it's, it's crazy, wild. But I f- we got to get on TikTok. <laughs> I feel like... Um, Who would like to run our TikTok yeah, program? Right. <laughs> what was I... Oh, man. I was going to say something, but it's gone. It oh, happens. no. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's my fault. Um, getting, you know, music. Oh, the most successful musician I know is a wonderful man. His name is Frank Rossi. He plays the accordion and the piano. He's lived his whole life as a musician. Like, he's never had to get, like, a job after good for him. like yeah like it's amazing like good for him he's like he's one of my friends like old friends from schools mm-hmm. like dad um and he plays all the places gatos yeah 191 yeah. Or when, when that was a place is that so place i don't think so no what is it called now jmo's live oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. i forgot there's the same place um, yeah just like all these places and like he just like plays jazz music and stuff mm-hmm. and like polka music and Good That's for probably, him. I didn't. I never thought about that angle. It's not like because I I know that uh, you can make some decent money just like doing cover band stuff mm-hmm. at like bars and whatnot. Which I think is a good avenue. Yeah, but like like going even deeper than that, like being able to play at like fancy Italian restaurants. That's a different level of yeah. cover weddings, song money probably. that you're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We well, got to learn the accordion. And by My, we, I mean I'll learn the accordion. I'll get right on well, that. Well, Brett's brother is trying to learn how to play the accordion, and he said right now he has to watch himself in the mirror play it, because it, it's so hard to like separate your do hands. the buttons. Yeah. Like, there's so many. I, I, my, my buddy Dave has one that I've tried it before. Yeah. It's very strange. Like I can get very little mm-hmm. out of it because it is so like daunting on yeah. the one side. The times I've used them, I'm just like, hey. Right, you, you know? just move around. <laughs> it makes me respect Weird Al so much more. Oh, my gosh. When I listen to like those songs where he's yeah. just shredding. You're like, dear Lord. Like, that guy can play the, right, that guy can play that instrument at that level. That's, that's just a crazy thing to see. Yeah. But I think a lot of like nowadays, is, uh, I, we might have talked about this. It was the local scene has now moved to online. Yeah, where it's more you. That's where you get your exposure, and then you start playing the city shows. Yeah, because it used to be like, you know, bowling alley shows. Right. Like playing at uh, what was that place called in Tinley? Centennial Lane. Yeah, Centennial Lane. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But bowling alleys, or there was like the like Sound Lab, Mojos, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, but that yeah, that doesn't exist. It is all online. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. The Corova. Is that the, uh, there's one in. Wasn't that the one in Morris? Is that in Morris? Is it next to it like a Chinese buffet? I believe so. Oh, yeah. I remember that place. Very, very 
horribly. <laughs> you know, it's not at a point where like, how do you break into that aside from just knowing somebody? the The entirety of being a local band now is like networking, like that's it. Just well, yeah, just spamming, spamming everybody, everybody. Well, yeah, I feel like it's also about like. It's more than just music now. Like, I feel like you have to be a personality and everything. Like, you have to be so present. So, I'm sure these people are, like, pumping out content regularly. And, yeah. like, making sure they're on your feed. And, like... Every Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we're, the people that that listen to this are our age. Sick that, freaks. That's not where the money comes from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you hit that that sweet... What is it, like a... Uh, Criminals. Like no, not eighteen to thirty-four. The demographic? Yeah. You want the you want the eighteen to forty-nine demographic because that's where all the money, the spending money is. That's such a wide yeah. range. Though. Although it's it it, although that's really like an old school TV model. I don't necessarily think that's true anymore. Checking the Allen like, analysis. Is, no. The the eldest of the millennials are in their early forty. Like I think of my older brother and his wife who are forty and thirty-nine. Mm-hmm. Like that's the eldest of millennials. Our our generation right there isn't spending money like they did 10, 15 years ago in the 18 to 49 personally, graphic, the demographic. Yeah. No, personally, I think it would be like 17 to 26. Yeah. Like that's that's the time in your life where you just have like income and yeah. you're usually, That'd hopefully very, you're in a position where yeah. you just spend it. Yeah. Like <laughs> kids, if you're 17 to 26 right now, spend it, enjoy it, live it up. Yeah. Add a little razzmatazz to right. life. You know what I'm saying? Go nuts. 26 and 27 will hit you, you yeah. know, when you actually have bills and stuff. And you but will like, be sad. like, wait, I'm not on my parents' insurance anymore. I don't have insurance anymore. <laughs> oh, God. You're going to have to pay for your own health care. That's gonna what go, kept me out of the pit. God, that's what. <laughs> really did. That's what kept, once, once that hit, it's like, oh, do I really want to mosh and break my leg and... <laughs> right. right. Do that's, I want to pay my for my is, medical yeah. issues? <laughs> nope. Oh man. <laughs> is Blue Cross going to cover this? I'm not sure. Oh, and that's the thing. You put on the claim. I have was good insurance. At a Mastodon concert. Oh. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> that's what the claim. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what the- <laughs> no. Uh, I have good insurance. I got Blue Cross Blue Shield PPO, but it's the options one. My dad. Had the full-blown best insurance in the nation. Blue Cross Blue Shield PPO. Not the option. Was he in Everything was covered. He was a bricklayer. Yeah, my, um, my dad was a cement finisher. And that yeah, the insurance that in insurance those fields is, is um, crazy. I, my, really? My oh, my eyes, God, dude. My teeth, my body. Everything was covered. Everything. 100%. Like, like, it was I, so good. You probably had a similar experience. My parents basically had no medical bills. That's ever. wild. Yeah. yeah. That's it's the only reason my dad is still working. They have zero medical bills. Mm. But wait, my dad just told me. I don't know if this would be for your dad's union. Also, mm-hmm. um, they are now required to give you healthcare benefits after retirement. They do it, but it is after. So he technically gets benefits from like two different unions because he oh, did yeah. that. And you have to have been, you have to be 65. It's not, there's like one is X amount of years and one is age. And he has to hit the age for that one. I think my dad hit the age. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the age for, I think it's 65, 64 or 65. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, my dad hit the age then, but he was, they're like pumped. They're like, oh my God, like we're going to get this insurance again. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Sweet. That's incredible. Just this things that the, the elder generation gets up for in the hey, morning. There you they go, kids. Just, just slaying the pit until right. you're 27 exactly. and then become a bricklayer. Yeah. You can keep slaying. You'll never slay a, uh, you'll never slay in a pit again if you're a bricklayer. Yeah, <laughs> like my back. My back. Right. What are you doing? How are you digging, son? That's wood. What are you doing? There's treasure underneath. There's something down there. What are you looking for? I'm going to give you your, your cheese. Your chicken Producer Greg you. is getting his cheese now. <coughs> Come here, Greg. Getting the cheese. Very good, very nice. Get up, up on the dance floor. Good for you. <laughs> don't be loud gonna, with it. Go ahead. Um, since I well no, I don't know what I'm saying. I watch. This is a total like sidetrack to everything we were talking about. Okay. I have you guys watched the movie Spirited? I have not. It came, is that the horse one? No, no, it came out. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, oh, it, maybe that's just spirit. <laughs> I, it came out last year. It's a Christmas movie that has Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds in it. Oh, I did okay. not watch it. It is really good. Really? I watched it. Yeah, I watched it yesterday. And it's it, it's a musical, so get ready for that. Okay. And, like, I think Will Ferrell just wants to be a singer. I think he does. I feel like everything he's done, yeah. he tries to sing in it. So oh, it makes yeah. sense. But it's like the story is about, you know, how it, it almost think of imagine how the North Pole, North Pole, oh geez, North Pole looked in the movie Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yeah. yeah. Like this big like operation room. Oh. Like take that, but instead have uh, the characters or what's the guy? Uh, who's the guy who haunts Scrooge in A Christmas Carol? Mar Marley something? Bob Marley? No, not Bob Marley. <laughs> Bob Marley. Not yeah, Bob that's Marley. what it is now. Bob Marley. Uh, but essentially, the movie the is Marley like, from Marley and Me. The the movie is like the there's this like afterlife place yeah. that is designed to haunt certain people with the oh. ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future to try to change them. Oh, that's pretty cool. And Will, like Will Ferrell's the ghost of Christmas present, and then they're trying to get Ryan Reynolds to become a better person. It was wow. surprisingly sounds funny. Like it was really it sounds good. What I what is your favorite Christmas movie? And is it Jingle <sighs> All the Way? No. Happy okay. holidays. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have I have two favorite Christmas movies. All right. Um I really, 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 really like Frosty the Snowman. Heck yeah. OG? OG Frosty the Snowman. Okay. And, okay, wait. The 2D one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Frosty and actually Original Grinch, they kind of tie. I really like them. I could see that. My favorite of all time, though, is A Year Without Santa Claus. Um, It's one of the, like, claymation type ones. I think I know what you're talking about. It's the one with, like, the heat miser. Yes. Yeah. That is the reason why that's my favorite, the heat miser song. Okay. Um, So, yeah. Have you heard that? I have not. It's probably free domain. We can play it. We can play it either way. (laughs) We probably can. (laughs) 
No, I like vaguely. There's there's like one or two. Uh, um, it's kind of a boring movie outside of it too. Yeah. Like I still love it. Cause there's one or two claymation Christmas movies that I like vaguely remember because they aren't like Santa or right. Or, or Rudolph or Frosty and stuff like that. Right. But is this the one where like there's like Santa, is there, if I don't know if this is the same one, mm-hmm. but Santa Claus is in a village and he's like, it's like pre Santa. Like he's about to become Santa. And there's like a, uh, the mayor of the town doesn't want Christmas, like this no. present thing to happen. Wait. Now oh, he's I'm confused. It. I, yeah, this song is great. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I don't pops. remember the name of that. But. Um, a year without Santa, he just gets oh sick. He okay. gets a nasty cold. Um, and they try to find people who still believe, even though there's no presents and stuff. Let me see if I can find which one. Oh, I... is it Santa Claus is coming to town? That might be it. I, it's just like it's him without a beard. Yeah. Yeah. It's he, like... Wait, he's young? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ginger I... Santa. Ginger, exactly. Yes, he he's got red hair. It's um, like the Santa origins. Yeah. It's like Iron Man for Christmas. <gasps> the voice of Fred Astaire <laughs> explains. Oh, okay. Mickey Rooney, Paul Fries. Mickey Rooney's in that? Wow. I still, I mean, I, w- I will, I will always defend, uh, what it, oh, <laughs> the second picture on this is, I'm assuming Danny DeVito is a claymation standing next to the, the elf guy. <laughs> Hold on. For Santa uh, Claus is coming in town. No, I, I just typed in. It, it's like a claymation Christmas celebration, and oh. for whatever reason, that's just what pop. It looks like it's. Oh wait, no, I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I still love. I watch. I need to watch Jingle All the Way. That is like my favorite Christmas movie. Everything about it is so stupid, but it's so Jingle good. All the Way. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. Oh um, man, I and especially watching it as an adult. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> Put the cookie down. <laughs> the, by the uh, Sinbad's character yeah. is just the most unhinged person and everybody's totally okay with it. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, I, I need think, to see this. Oh, you've never seen Jingle All the Way? No. What? Oh, I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm like, a bad would, movie watcher. I'm going to do a rewatch. It's so Maybe good. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. It's so funny. And just like I, like, like I said, Sinbad is just like his character. Like the whole... Well, I mean, the whole idea of like the moral of the movie is terrible because it's right. like buy your son's love, mm-hmm. and it's the guy, the kid who plays Anakin in Episode One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the child of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and is just the most spoiled kid in the entire Wait, world. Wait, it's Hayden Christensen? Is that no who the that younger is? kid? No, the younger one because oh, they had the little kid that played Phantom in Episode Menace. One. Oh! Oh, I yeah. know who you're talking about. Never mind. Yeah, he plays, and then Phil Hartman's in it. Who's like his his character is like a their neighbor who recently became a single dad and it just wants to sleep with Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife. Oh my like it's god! It's so such a weird movie. Movies back then were weird. Do you remember Blank Check? Yes, that Dude, movie was great. There wasn't was a there sequel. like a fully grown woman that was like. Dating this kid by yeah, the I'm end of the movie. Sure. I'm pretty like, sure. <laughs> that's bizarre. 
Well, I told I did I tell you, I told you about when I watched Time Bandit, right? Yeah, that movie was the, it was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. Jake, did I tell you about this? You did not. It was like I like take the home life of Matilda, okay, and then the idea of Wizard of Oz, and but make it all real. Yeah, exactly. It's like this kid, this kid like like his parents don't pay attention to him. He loves reading books, and like he dreams that these like seven like like little people in come out of his closet and kidnap him because they recently stole a map from god that lets them time travel so they're trying they're trying to rob all of these famous people it's just it's ridiculous it's amazing it's so ridiculous i have so much to watch yeah, you really do. It is a great. I mean, I the whole time I I, I re- really bought it because it was on like the Criterion Collection. Yeah, oh. I was like, all right, and I've heard people talk about it before. I was like, yeah, I'll get this, check it out. And the did whole time, I was, the whole time I was watching, I'm like, what is going on right now? Yeah, did you know there's a sequel to Jingle All the Way? What? What? Starring Dan Whitney, Larry the Cable Guy. What? That's his real name, but yeah, it's Jingle All the Way Two with uh, Larry the Cable Guy. What? That's uh, probably not as good. Probably isn't. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. sound as good at all. Why would they do that? Well, it, it came out in 2004, so it was right when Larry the Cable Guy was one of the most yeah. famous comedians in the world. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Get her done. It is insane how much money that tour made. It is People do not understand how much money Jeff Foxworthy has. He's damn near a billionaire. I'm sure. Yeah. Like I'm those things. I mean, I don't. I wasn't really like a big part of it. Like I've, I've as a kid, seen, I loved it. Yeah, I've seen their stand-ups before, oh, but man. like that, like I'm sure that was just like gigantic. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I do like them all. I still. Sorry, you're good. What's up? Oh, I have um puzzles made by Jeff Foxworthy. You do? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Oh, I can show you amazing. them. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I'll show you them at like, some point for sure. You can Google them. I okay. have them though. I for, I knew they're called Southern Draw Southern Draw Jigsaw Puzzles, and they're just like men. I don't know, um, but I have some. During the like COVID time when everybody had to stay home, I did a lot of puzzles. Heck yeah! Yeah, yeah it was a good time. <laughs> a lot of puzzles were done. Oh, these are good. Yeah. So wait, are they are they just puzzles of Jeff Foxworthy? No, they're no, just random dudes. Just random dudes. But like he created them? Yeah. That is where mm, six ninety five on eBay. They're that's pretty, not that bad. I mean that's a that's a for a, pretty cheap. for a comedian, that's a weird route to go into. Yeah, look at this. I agree. It's like I'm gonna start making jigsaw puzzles. Oh, these are weird. Aren't they? Yeah, they're really cool. They're like oh, very that's what I'm assuming. That's really interesting. Yeah. Those are, they, they look really cool, too. That's an interesting art style. Yeah. They were like not that many pieces either. It was like 100 or 300. So it was just like an evening activity. Okay. That's you not know? too bad. Like, that's interesting. Man, yeah. That, that's... I guess I guess I can't put it past him because I some of the things that I've seen like just like bands do for merchandise you like it understand yeah every not every so many metal bands have coffees now yeah really yeah periphery has one Coed and Cambria has one and these are just ones I've been asked about in the last week and a half 
That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it so is. that makes sense that like I guess I guess I wouldn't expect jigsaws to be a route that a comedian would take, like just yeah. as extra revenue. But if he's doing like if he's actually drawing and doing that, that's an interesting way to get his like actual art out, you know? Right. You know, um Jimmy Kimmel made a book. Jimmy Kimmel made a book. I don't know if he made it. <laughs> I, t- um, I know what you're talking about. I tend to not think he made this. Yeah. The Serious Goose, though. I don't know. The, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and whoever. Like, everybody makes books. Like, the talk show people yeah. make books. And he made a kid's book called The Serious Goose. It's the best kid's book ever. Really? It's really? It's so good. It's, like, at an age level that, like, you could read it to a kid or a kid starting to read could read it. Um and when do kids start uh, to read? Uh, it depends. Okay. Yeah. Because my niece just looks at books and tears the pages out. How old is she? She's about thirteen months old, so it makes sense. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. She always looks like she's like she's got seven books around her and she looks like she's deep in study. Yeah. And then she just starts yanking them apart. It's amazing to watch. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good age, you know. It's a really fun age. It looks like it. She doesn't like me. Oh. She does not like why. you at all. I haven't done anything. Kids usually do, but well, it's just something I know. It's probably yikes. because I'm so used to like having them throughout, like in the uh, in my family, just because there was always a baby yeah. around for so long. Yeah, like, I'm just out of touch. Oh no, I <laughs> I have touch. a kid. I think that doesn't like me. They like Greg, but I think she doesn't like me. And I do have a harder time with girls than boys. Hmm. Um, but I work with mostly boys, so oh, like okay. my. And I have nephews, like I don't have any nieces. So okay. like my experience is with boys. And so this little girl, like You're just like, What up? She does she's not just like, Yeah. Not and her sister's so sweet and she loves me. Um and uh but she likes Greg and she calls him Rag. She's like, Where's Rag? I'm like, You're so cute. <laughs> Where's Rag? <laughs> um I have to run to the washroom beforehand. You want to jump into another song? Heck yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Ready? Yep. Does he love me? I want to know. How can I tell if he loves me so? Kiss him, hug him, and squeeze him tight And find out 
that yeah. comes into that it's so much the, fun god it fits your voice well too thank you yes thank yeah, i've had i've you. had that that out of all all three of those i've had that one stuck in my head the longest like oh, just singing you? to myself yeah oh, i don't it, i don't really know the words so it's always like the first couple couple measures i'm good and then it's yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and to me it sounds like a song that would be in chicago mm-hmm. and it, it, i'm possibly working on the production staff of chicago in a few months so i've been like oh this is it's really getting me in gear oh i hope we do it's between chicago and the adams family and i don't actually know the adams family right that's what i said yeah a lot of fun it really would be oh my god that's a good musical oh man when i think of musicals i get really frustrated because as a theater kid in high school and in middle school i always wanted to do a lot of parts that i never fucking got and a lot of them i got like i wanted to be some boy parts and they were like ha ha no (laughs) like (laughs) 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 no not a chance um but i wanted we did grease and i wanted to be um you know, beauty school dropout, you know, mm-hmm. that guy, mm-hmm. the guy that sings that. And my choir director was like, well, you can't. And I was like, well, I would have been better than fill in the blank name. I don't want to offend you. Um, he's going to know I'm talking about him anyway. <laughs> Shout out to him. Right. Um, <laughs> I would have been, <laughs> um, been better. I would have been better. I wish I did musical stuff when i was in high school here's the funny thing you all still can well yeah no that's true that's true jake's got jake's got an in right theater we can just pick pick and choose what we perform and i do believe i will officially be producing that new musical that we talked about about really we are very close to like like there's there's some there's some business side that is being hashed out that I'm not a part of. I just create. I just produce the show. Yeah. I don't do business, but um, like it, it is. It is looking like a very strong likelihood. I'm going to get to produce that musical. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah, yeah we had a. I'm uh, very excited. Uh, our new buddy Ben from where he lived in Pennsylvania, right? He lived in Maryland. Maryland lives in Maryland. He's still okay. there. But he wrote he wrote a, a musical about hospice. Oh. And he like it was like right before COVID yeah. hit, so like he wasn't What's, able to get it. Is it like Les Mis or is it like <laughs> it's really <laughs> is so it sad um, or is it like funny? No, he sent me the one man version that he chopped it down to to perform it during COVID. Yeah, it's very fun. There's okay. a lot. Of, it's a very upbeat kind of. Um, it's like stories of yeah. people in the hospice. Musically, okay. kind of think Carousel that sounds very sad. Yeah, <laughs> no, he does it in a beautiful way. There's okay. a lot of funny parts. There's also a lot of very beautiful sad parts yeah like there are i can see it making you both laugh your ass off and sob 
in the yeah. same. I, I think it's a fantastic a good, little musical. It's yeah. a good yeah. mix. And I've only heard nine. Yeah, of I don't want to cry the whole time. Right. No. <laughs> That's pretty rad. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but I... I so just, see, you could both sing in that. There we go. That's true. That would be really cool. That would be a lot of fun. Um, But I... my And, all, real quickly, the lead male needs to know how to play guitar. <gasps> oh, really? God, yep. it was oh, made snap. for him. <laughs> but yeah... Uh, I'm planting a seed. All, all of my... Um, Payback. Siblings went into... Uh, like choir and musical stuff. Yeah. Like everybody, I'm pretty sure everyone had some major role in some high school musical, like high school yeah. musical performance at one point. And I used to do the, um, the orchestra pit for it. Oh yeah. Which nice. was, was a, that was a lot of fun. Pit. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah exactly. the pit, I'm pit life. I need to get some pit vipers. <laughs> the, uh, um, but I, and that was a lot of fun, especially like I, there was one that I did, like while I was in high school mm-hmm. and then uh, Lincoln Way hired me to do another one that my brother was performing in. Yeah. So it was really, really fun to see him. That's really cool. From like, you know, down below down watching him do his thing and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I never, it wasn't until later on in life where I was like, I should have like at least auditioned something, Dude, you know, you should have, we had some surprising, uh, male leads throughout my time in high school yeah like some dudes that like you never would have expected to like try out for that and then they would just nail it like it would be who was it one time we had this dude i think he played like soccer or lacrosse or something or like i don't know some sp- rugby he played rugby oh jesus he was like oh, an really? athlete it's a hard dude yeah yeah um and he was like like, I knew him. He's, like, friends with people I knew, and he was friends with other people that were in drama, but you never would have expected him to, like, do it. R- what role did he play? Uh, he was in Greece. Okay. I think he was Kaniki. Mm. Or some. I don't know. Um, And then there was another person. Who was it? Oh, he was my age. Oh, no, he didn't do a musical. He did a play. But that's, yeah. that's, like, an act. That's, like, literally the plot for High School Musical. It basically it is. is. Yeah. No, but it happens, you know, That's based crazy. on real events. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but, but I think I yeah. think I think that idea popped in my head because I always thought it would be a lot of fun to play Oogie Boogie in like a oh. Nightmare for Christmas musical. Because it's like that like I mean, I enjoy I don't know a lot about musicals. There's a handful yeah. of songs that I like from different ones. Like yeah. I like I you know, I saw Hamilton on for the first time uh, on Disney, but not not on stage. Uh, I've only seen it on that's Disney. That's where Plus. most people in our uh yeah. in our economic bracket have seen it. Um, but I mean, I've got I would love to see it live obviously, but I don't I, think anymore. I, I don't think I want to see it without the original cast. I had a visceral reaction to that on the TV. Yeah. I was that was so good. <laughs> I the, the my takeaways from it like was like one of them was like Lin Manuel cannot really sing. No, he actually no. can't. When no. you put him in a group of people who are of really good. killers, yeah, yeah. 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 Christopher yeah, Jackson gets... is one of the most talented vocalists I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. But, like yeah. there was a lot of talent, and like he should have just let it be what it was, yeah. and like done his part. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe but, not saying it. The Jeffrey Goff was my favorite part of that, though. Oh. He played the king. That's still like that song made yeah. my top one hundred as well. The it should, yeah. yeah. Just because uh. I listened to it, even outside, because we, I think we covered it 
once a, a like a little while back. We did. But yeah. I still just constantly like when it pops on, I'm like, turn it up. Oh my <laughs> this god, song is great. I yeah, I there's like the one song. Ugh, I should probably rewatch it, but it was one of the songs where like the ladies were just singing different layers of things. And I was just like, oh, oh my God, so beautiful. Satisfied is usually the one. Yeah. I don't know with. if it was satisfied, though. I think it was like. Was it one of the like incidental parts? Oh, yeah. Like when they it, it was the probably. Sisters? I don't know. It might have been satisfied, actually. But there was like some big moment. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. <laughs> and then we were driving. This was like Fourth of July when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and we're driving to a friend's house and i'm just thinking about it and i just like start crying and brett was like what is wrong with you like we're about to be at our friend's house are you okay <laughs> and i was like yeah it's just so good it's just so wonderful so good. it happens you know you get a group of people on and do some hamilton covers oh that would be so much fun it would just be. have a musical night the only the only musicals i've seen live were yeah. uh wicked Okay. I believe I wicked. saw Lion King when I was like a youngling. I've seen yeah. Lion King. Remember. A youngling? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember exactly like if there was like an off-Broadway or if we were in the right. city kind of thing or some high school, whatever. It's never been off-Broadway, so it was on Broadway. Uh, and then, yeah. uh, bo- uh, because that is my dream musical to produce. Is, so. it? is it? Yes. <gasps> That's really? why it's... Ta- so all of my tattoos on this arm are musicals I've done. Yeah. Except for The Lion King, I'm calling my shot. Wait, do you do like the movie too? Like did you grow up liking The Lion King or just the musical? I originally I didn't know it was a musical. I learned that later. So I loved the movie. Okay. Yeah, and then as I got older and I got into musicals, I learned that it was based on a musical. Did you you didn't know? No. You want to know I I got to do this really cool thing at Disney mm-hmm. where we like learned how to do voiceover stuff. Okay. And they like invited our choir to come sing on like a lakefront. We thing. did this in the band, but yeah. for the but the music for it. Yeah. yeah. And um I got to learn how to do voiceover stuff and I got to voice Nala. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's it was so super fun. Cool. It was so got fun. Two or three uh, solo songs is, too. What, She's good. What what program is this? Is that just for school? Like, yeah, no, so it was I don't know what it was, but we must have submitted something. Some kind of and Disney then, experience. Yeah, I we believe. got like selected to like do I don't know. That or is, paid an insane awesome. amount of money. <laughs> like That is awesome. Yeah. It was cool. Costly. Um, but Costly. no, you were saying musicals you've seen. Lion yes, King. yeah. Lion King, Wicked, and then Book of Mormon. Okay. Oh, my I like God. The Book of Mormon, Book of Mormon is great. It is probably the my Book favorite. Book of Mormon, I need to see it again because I accidentally got so high <laughs> that I had the best time. I was. I remember crying laughing at like so much of it. I was like, this is so good. And like to this day, I can't really remember the plot. Like I, I would have to Google it right now. I I wish that other musicals would do what Hamilton did with Disney Plus. Yes. Like you don't get the same experience of it, obviously. But like after something but being out can for get so exposure. long, yeah. So the reason I mean, they, made they a Cats movie, you can at least, right. <laughs> the can, reason they probably don't do that is because MTI, which is the company that owns all the musical rights to Disney musicals, mm-hmm. makes an ungodly amount of money licensing those out to theater groups. Yeah, oh, and yeah. for that reason, if you put it on Disney Plus, 
um, you would lose out on all of those rights because less people would go to see it. It costs so much money to do Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. It costs like like $3,000 a show or some, some insane amount of money. Now, it makes... It's the biggest sellout you can do. But... Wow. Yeah. Just because out of popularity. Yeah, popularity. And the other thing is you can do such a big cast with it that half of your audience is the cast members' families. But if you have 75 people in your musical... That's 75 times three or four yeah. before you've even sold to one person who's not re- related to a cast member. Yeah. Is very profitable. I did I Beauty was, and the Beast. You did? Who'd I did. you play? Um, I played Wench 2. Okay. I was like one of yeah. Gaston Sluts. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was one of my... I've done it, it twice. good time. This is one of my favorite musicals to do. Oh, that yeah. was back when I was, I was very big on the vape pen uh-huh. and I was just shit-faced well, it was going on. Oh. And I had to like throw the duck when it got shot and it was just <laughs> trashed. <laughs> I should have been standing there with the pit vipers at the time. Yeah, right. That you, No one would know. Just see like right through now. walls, I right? Haven't, I haven't been able to tell if you've been looking at us at all this entire episode. Exactly. By the way, it's funny. You guys each pick different characters and roles you like from Hamilton because mm-hmm. mine was Leslie Odom. So we all oh. went with different people. Oh, well, interesting. Yeah. yeah, no, my favorite. I, did I even say my favorite? I Maybe don't know. you didn't. I didn't. I said mine was. Je- I, I said I loved. Jeff- Maybe I just Jeffrey assumed Goff. it was Name. the women. Jonathan Goff. Uh, Groff, I think. Groff. Yeah. Groff. Because they used to call him Jason Goff, who was an NBA reporter. The price I of you. Like what's his name? Um, sorry. You're good. Who do you, do you know who he played before you find it? I want to guess it. No, it's been a long time. All right. And I'll tell you. Fair. Though. Oh, he played more than one person. They all played two. I know. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh where'd he go? Look at you playing Marquise the song to yourself. Marquise de Lafayette. Oh, um. Yes, that guy's awesome. David Diggs. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. He's, He's fantastic. So He's a funny so guy, good. too. So good. Jonathan Groff was good too, but his he had such a small role, but it he was did. I think it was just it wasn't like this the songs, but just how he portrayed yes, King George was, was so very character funny. Very funny. Just like so prim and proper. <laughs> oh, just uh, yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah. I oh yeah, if you were to if you were to be in a musical, would you like yeah, if well, you were to choose like one, what would were the you, other roles? Would you, you redo wanted? one of the ones you've done before? Well, or would you finally get that part in Greece? Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say because there's like a lot of songs I like from stuff. Like I really like a song from Waitress. I've never seen it, but like really like the song. Would love to play it, but I don't know enough about it to be like, oh, I wish I'm I could do that I'm going to audition for this. Yeah. Um, but I would... I would like to do that grease part, or I wish I could just go back in time. One of my best friends, I love her to death, but she got Annie. Ooh, she got to be yeah. Annie, That'd and be a good I one. wanted to be Annie, and I was like one of the other sisters, like one of those adopted kids or whatever, like whatever they are, um, orphans. There we what? go. <laughs> <laughs> whatever those kids are, um, the orphans. I was like some other orphan. Um, but yeah, that was like that was like our sixth like that's I entered sixth grade. Musicals were finally a thing. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna be Annie, and then I wasn't, and I was like, oh, this broke my heart. Um, 
But yeah, no, that would uh that would have been a good one to play, you know? It would. Would have been fun. Too old now. <laughs> <laughs> Too old now. Um but I also like um what's it called? I like Wicked. Everybody wants to Everybody wants everybody to be wants one of the witches. To. Yeah. I can't sing it. I can't. Like I It is very high. It's very high. Yeah. And like I yeah, Both I could roles. hit some notes, but like it wouldn't be the same. Like I don't think I would make a good. <laughs> uh, I I mean, well, either one. I guess yeah. I guess because uh, even based off of or who is um who played the lead in that one originally? Idina Menzel. Kristen yes. Chenoweth. Kristen Chenoweth. Like I personally not a big fan of her voice. No, she's very like yeah. Yeah, I like, think it could have been not, better. Not a huge fan of that, but but um. By the way, um, um, Idina Menzel. Yeah, yeah, she is just like it's just. Oh my god, she's ridiculous. It's all yeah. Oh, seriously. She's Rent. It's all about that breathing. Oh yeah, Rent. Oh I forgot god. about. I forgot about Rent. Oh. I would like to be in Rent too. It's kind of depressing though. It's it super is. depressing. Yeah. I mean, my one of my favorite musical numbers is uh uh, what's it called? It's from Miss Saigon. Uh, we, the I think it's called We Doy. I'm working on it. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I think so. Yeah. Where it's like he's just it's like a, a guy singing about like the the orphans that were left after the Vietnam War, oh. and it's like a super sad song. But like, holy shit, is it good? And yeah, you know the guy like just the power in this guy's voice it like yeah. takes the air out of the room. It's ridiculous. Wow. I think you'd be good in Jesus Christ Superstar. Ooh, it's a very rock heavy. Um, voice. You know what? I feel like I have been told that before. I know. Kyle, I think Colleen's. I think Colleen's suggested that we cover something from that. Oh, see, here's the thing. There are two roles vocally I would ever audition for, and one of them is Judas from Jesus Christ Superstar. Is it? Because yeah, because I watched um, when I was really young when I first got into theater and I was just doing stage crew. They were doing Jesus Christ Superstar, and the guy who did Judas basically sang it like the vocalist from Tool. And I was like, this is the sickest thing I've ever seen. It, it is literally what got cool. me into music. Musicals. Yeah. That and the music director. I was wearing a Dream Theater shirt and I was like 12. And the musical director for that show came over to me and he's like, you know who Dream Theater is? And like we talked. Like it was like those are the two imprints in my musical th- theater okay. life that yeah. made it stick. Where I was like, these people are fucking cool. Yeah. Because it's not often you see a bunch of tatted up dudes walk into theaters and just start. You know, walking around with a dance, Gavin Dance hoodie on, building things. <laughs> that, uh... Okay. <laughs> hey. Inspector Javert from Les Mis. Uh, who played that in the movie? In the movie, it was Russell Crowe. Okay. Ah. I haven't, don't even... I know who that is. I don't... If I'm being honest, I don't think I've seen Les Mis, the movie. Yeah, I'm not a sad musical person. I'm usually not either, but I really like that role. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. I'm not going to lie. It's one of those that It's a long-ass like, movie. It's like a three-hour movie. Yeah. And Hathaway starts singing, you're like, whoa, this is too much. <laughs> yeah, she gets like raped in the yeah. first 20 minutes. Yeah. It's like, much. what the fuck is going it's on here? It's very heavy. It is. It's a, lot, it's a lot to deal with. It and is. I like went to school with kids that are like, oh, Limits. Like, it's the best. <laughs> and like, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a musical. I would much rather do the fun ones too. Yeah, I would do Beauty, Beauty and the Beast again in a heartbeat. I just did. Um, what did I just do? 
I just did Sweeney Todd time. for the first time. Oh, that's Sweeney fun. Todd is a blast, but that's also sad. I did uh, Guys and Dolls, which okay. was fun. Ooh. I was a stripper. <laughs> I was a, I. It was high school, and I was an old timey stripper. Like we were like an interesting show high school choice. I know they had us in outfits that were provocative. Like they were not school appropriate. Um, by the 19 whatever standards uh, <laughs> that the musical was set in. Um, but it was like really fun. It was like a I'm fun sure. show. Like there was another part. We had like this quick change kind of thing. And then we had to be on the stage and we were like pretending to be in a boat and we were like singing like, <laughs> I don't know. It was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the, I like some of those older ones like where it's like, a lot of the music is just that really big band kind of yeah kind of yeah. like showy showy sort of musicals i really enjoy yes. oh i did the whiz oh that, that was, was fun awesome that was actually that was kind of like there was a situation that like Uh-oh. looking back is a situation but like, <laughs> but like back in the day like it just seemed like oh this is this is the way it goes but it was a district musical did what school did you go to tinley park Okay, so did you know that we had district musicals? I did not. Had okay. I known, we would they have been involved. They stopped after like my freshman year. Okay, uh, that makes maybe sense. Maybe it was because my sophomore year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but essentially, we did the Wiz, and um, they had a black cast and a white cast. Oh it was Jesus! Super what? fucking racist. Like it was really weird. Um, and I didn't notice it until we were older, but like they straight up had two girls from Oak Forest as like the main, like there was Dorothy and um, white Dorothy. Like how did. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so like, they basically had like a white cast and then they had like a black cast because it was tin. Well, Tinley Oak Forest, Hillcrest and Bremen. Yeah. And so they like very much segregated these two casts and it was like they had like thursday saturday was one pair and friday and then sunday, like was the friday, other pair. sunday was the other pair um and i don't think they did one after that year like i don't know what That's happened probably what got him canceled yeah like holy between Something that happened. and the guys and dolls the provocative guys and dolls you've yeah. had quite a childhood theater career <laughs> i yeah, really right? have man that's crazy so, yeah no it was uh it was really i didn't Back in the day, we were just like, oh, it's like mostly Oak Forest kids on this one. And we're like, oh, it's just white kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. Holy shit. And then uh, I will say the other cast fucking killed it. <laughs> like, <laughs> they were very good. And the girl that played Dorothy, she worked at um, she worked at the DMV by where I lived when we were older. And I like had to get my shit redone. And I did not, um, it was, I was having a problem with my glasses. They were like, oh, you need like this because you're claiming that you have this, but like blah, blah, blah. Um, and then she was just like, you have to do a little vision test. And I was just like, oh, I don't have my glasses or anything. And she was like, oh, you're good. <laughs> don't worry I was like, about you're it. good. I'm like, shout out to you. her. Like, yeah. That's fantastic. Um, Cause yeah, you're supposed to like wear your glasses when you and do, the, do test. the vision test. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I don't have contacts either. Yeah, Sorry. They had me take my glasses off for my, for my driver's license, which is weird because driver's I, license picture. Yeah. But which, you wear your glasses all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. That's I, weird. Yeah. I don't know why they did that. 
Because I was because I thought that it was like if you do that, it's like this is what I'm supposed to be looking like when I'm driving yeah. this car, you know, kind of thing. No, I look nothing like mine. I put on a full face of makeup. I had my hair done. No, I don't look <laughs> like that every day. Not a chance. I have in my photo. I look like like I weigh like forty pounds more and have like eighty pounds less of muscle. It doesn't look like me. Well, and, and I don't have like- a beard. Do they want us to like update those? Like, what's that? Yeah, I hope so. Do, like, I keep looking at that weight, and it makes me feel good. Oh then, my god, <laughs> makes me feel good too. And then, but um, then I'm like, do I need to change this? Right. Like, are they gonna look at this one day and be like, uh, no, this isn't you? <laughs> I'm waiting for the day where I hand it to somebody like that's not you. Well, you know what's kind of fucked up is I haven't been getting carded that much, um, oh, and no. I always was. Like, I never had like the benefit of like not getting carded or anything. Um, and yeah, no, people have been like, no, it's okay. Just stop caring. Yeah. Or like, they'll be like, what's your birth year? I'm like 90. And they're like, okay. Like, good. Okay. That's yeah. This is what's your birthday. That's that I've gotten that before. And, um, because I work with kids, I've also gotten like, you were born in the 1900s. Oh, God. I saw a TikTok that said that, and I was like, nobody's saying that. And then some kids said it to me, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, I was born in the 1900s. That's so upsetting. <laughs> a kid working for me was born in, like, 2007. Oh, my God. And I was like, this is this is getting to be too much for me. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, I don't like I that. I need to move to a better time and place. Oh. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> You are singing on the 80s song for yeah. us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is so hard to keep all of this straight and then to do two other bands at the same time that every day <laughs> I, I clarify things with Mike. Oh, yeah. No, that, I'm very excited. It's exciting. It's a That's, good tune. Yeah, it's going to be the next project we're going into. I'm, oh my gosh. I When I heard it, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> I think I don't know. I don't know if I let off with it, but I like when I first time I was over here, I was like, oh yeah, here's just like a oh, bunch no. of stuff. You it know, was number two. Okay. <laughs> it was number two. I remember specifically the first one was like slower. Might you know have been. I'm talking about yeah, like not like slow, but just like slower. And then the last one you played was like more this but like rock yeah i don't know how to like a beat yeah i'm trying to think of the ones you're describing i don't know but number two was the 80s song and i remember being like the first one i'm like this is good and then that one happened and i was like oh my god this is the one and the third one happened and i was like well this one's good but the other one is the one yeah i was like that's it that's fine yeah i have to um, shoot do both whatever because the uh um I did all of that on GarageBand. Oh, my God. Actually, when I sing in my car, I record everything with GarageBand. Yeah. Um, just, just and then you can kind of mess with it later. Yeah, no. I just, I yeah, I record everything, and then I just let it sit on my phone, and I'll listen to it, and I'll be like, Ugh. Or <laughs> like, yeah, okay. But I would, uh, um, I would, yeah, I would, whenever my students would cancel on me, I would just pull it out and start yeah. working on something. I ended up doing like writing like two songs out of that. Just to kind of do that, but um, honestly, I, I wouldn't, I'm super excited for that one. And yeah. it's pretty much done. I just have to put a, a sick 80s solo on Heck it yeah. somehow. Can't wait to get all five of those done. Yeah, me too. I'm I, just ready to get it out. I aggress- I video every practice I have, Yeah, and I aggressively watch it. 
Do you? Word, yes. <gasps> I take notes. Greg. <laughs> like I have a notepad. Yeah, that he I studies the bed. tape. Yeah. Wow. That's very intense. It is. Yeah. I have a ridiculously high expectation of myself. Like, I don't worry about the other guys in the band. Like, he can honestly do whatever he wants. And I'm like, I'm happy for him. He's enjoying it. This has to be perfect every step of the way. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, being a musician, it never is. Right. So. No, I'm going to say, I mean, I don't think I've ever had, like, a show that I've played where I was, like, totally satisfied with how I did it. Because I always always find, like, the flaws and everything. Now, that I differ. When it comes to shows... I can enjoy them. And I'm like, this was like the crowd was crazy into it. This was amazing. But when it comes to like working through a song and writing, I'm like, no, this splash has to be in this beat, not this. Oh, and this splash, this stack needs to be a bell. And like this crash actually needs to be a heavier crash because it doesn't sound heavy enough for the. Do you have like a thank you? Do you have like a biggest recorded regret? Like, you've done this song. I could lead. Okay. I actually do. Do you? What and is it's it? actually one of ours. Okay, what is oh, it? Oh, no. <laughs> I want, I, if I, if we put the invested money into it, I would re-record the drums to the podcast intro. Like the old one? Yes. Really? I don't like the choruses. It. I can tell that I was figuring it out. I was getting, I wasn't comfortable with it yet, and I was close. <laughs> and now that I hear it, I'm like, okay, now I have it, but it is it was not there when we recorded it, and I would love to go back and do it. But I also have like for in Brother Violet, um we were recording that album, we were recording the drums over the summer, and between weightlifting and playing the drums all the time, I messed my back up. Yeah. So I couldn't play, I couldn't practice. We have two song two Brother Violet songs that I literally wrote in the studio. Yeah. And I'm as proud of those as I would like to redo that one. Yeah. 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 No. Do you have one? Yeah, I do. I, uh, so when Saline was recording our like full length album, um, do you know the song charade? Yes. Okay. So that song, we had a really great, we had to record this in two parts because I got sick. Oh, okay. yeah. I just like am prone to getting sick. Weak immune system. It's really fun. Um, but I got sick and then, um, I got sick again, like when we like finished it, um, and we had a really good take, but I didn't love it for like the first verse. Um, and our producer, Steve, our friend was like, don't redo it. He's like, you sound sick right now. Don't redo it. We're here to do something else. (laughs) Don't do it. Oh, um, and I was just like, no, I need to redo it. And I decided to go with like that take and I can hear myself. I can hear it. I'm like, no, the other one would have been better. Oh. Um, and it's not, it's not there. It's just this one. So I'm sick when I sing that song. Um, and, and I you, can hear it. You have to hear it and you're like, man, it could have been better. It could have been better. It's, every time he plays the podcast intro for, and there are parts that I love. Yeah. There are a couple parts where I'm like, man, I don't even know. I don't remember how I pulled that off. Right. But there are other parts where I'm like, damn it, you should have done this. Damn it. The whole time. Yeah. Damn it. You should be on the kick drum the entire time here. Like, I just. Yeah. It's really frustrating. I, I think I, I get more harsh on myself vocally than I do guitar okay. when it comes to recording. But uh, live 
is when I'm like when I'm because when I'm I I look at it the same way as like if I'm you know if I'm practicing like if I have like a recital on like my horn and I'm working on something like I know I can point I point out the mistakes and I like obviously I have to work on like those bits but I judge myself I don't judge myself on the the practice I judge myself on the outcome okay so then I look more as like you know like the the when we put up albatross like i do, i told kyle like i kind of want to redo the vocals on that when we get the full length out just because listening to it there's a couple parts where i'm like i am a little out of tune here this vocal line sounds real yeah. weird because i was still in kind of the middle of writing it while we were recording it so yeah. it was it it just felt off but like i but leading up to it like i was just it was mostly just trying to whoop. <laughs> I was mostly just trying to get everything settled in, but I was actually really. Pr- I did vocals on Brother Violet's album. Uh, it was the first time I had done vocals with a band, yeah. And I was actually really happy with how quickly I did them. Nice. Yeah. So there's a, there are a couple parts where I like hit it perfectly the first time, and I was like, "Damn!" So we, I cannot wait for those to come out. The only other person I know that has done that is my friend Derek that was mm-hmm. in Saline. Yeah. 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 Because uh, Derek was in The Falling Red, I think. No. Then no. we then we opened for you guys once. You may have. We did. We opened at a pool party in the middle of Tinley Park. Oh, yeah. It was Big Sky Hunters and you guys. Yeah. Because Derek came with us to get White Castle after the show. Oh, wow. Adam might have been there too. I don't remember, but it, Derek How, was yeah. definitely there. Yeah. Well, Derek's... crazy. Okay, we played a show together. There it is. No <laughs> yeah. The connection. So we had yeah. to have met then. Yeah. Um, I would think. I'm assuming so. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, Derek, we I can't remember what it was. Uh, I know. It's so like we had a different basis at first. It was. Uh, Clayton yeah do you know me me and Clayton played football together okay yeah Yeah. so um he was our bassist at first and he also did like third level vocals like there was a lot of layers right yes um and then uh things changed and Derek came we found him on Craigslist you gotta that's where you find musicians um I gotta get on (laughs) Craigslist yeah right because I need another along. project. <laughs> <laughs> and when we recorded something, uh, he came in and it was like every song, one take. Like he just did it. And like sometimes I think he would like fiddle with it like while he was recording with it or recording it. And he would just be like, yep. And we'd be like, yeah, that was perfect. That was absolutely perfect don't even do it again don't touch it <laughs> he's a great bass player i remember him i yeah. towards the end of everett like the last couple of recordings that we did that was like when i was i think i was at my cockiest when it came to writing and and like just as a just as like a performer because at that yeah. point like we played show you know we went for like five years we were playing shows like once or twice a week yeah i kept going so like i was just seasoned and you know i there i had so much practice done doing just singing that yeah. like when i would do this you know one take they're getting the guys like this sounds great i'm like awesome he's like we should probably put some vacuum vocals up there i'm like i got it and then just do it and he's like oh my like thank you i'm like that yeah. had that that's probably why i lo- judge myself so hardly now oh yeah because i look back at like where i was but then yeah. there was obviously like a period in between where you know and i'm sh- i don't know if either of you 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 said that you experienced it where you just don't do a lot of music stuff yeah and that i feel like that kind of 
Ugh. That em- that empty spot of not practicing or doing a lot of anything. Looking back on it, I'm like, I could have improved right. so much more if I wasn't just a shithead. <laughs> you know, what I find so I'd much. love to hear what both of you think on this because you said you were at your cockiest. I don't believe when I was at my cockiest, I was actually at my best. I believe now, oh, I, yeah. and I think it's right now I'm at my most confident, but I'm not cocky. Maybe that's yeah. and I'm I'm a like objectively. I, this sounds cocky in itself. I'm a far better drummer than I was when I was a, a cocky and arrogant. Yeah. Maybe that's not the word. Maybe it's not cocky, but con- that, because because that, that was also a point where I was just like, I mean, there was like some weird kind of stuff that was happening in the band mm-hmm. during there. And a lot of it was like, you know, I'm writing all the songs. So I did have that kind of like air to it, I suppose. Like I wasn't getting like input from anyone. But yeah. then I didn't have any say in much of anything else. Yeah. But like the, um, sorry, Craig was the pedal work good <laughs> um but that was definitely like where i was like that my most confident where i was just like yeah. i can i i have no problem doing this it's gonna sound good no matter what and then nowadays it's more uh, it's more like right. yeah he was about to rip this off and eat it, so i had to do it for him sorry no you're good <laughs> it sounded painful no yeah nowadays it's just well i mean through the passage of time as well just like that kind of like constantly questioning like oh yeah getting you know parts that i'm writing and doing and whatnot yeah it's funny i saw periphery a couple weeks ago and their drummer matt started actually talking about this where he it's very cool the way they do their show is like it was at the underground lounge so it was like seeing one of the most famous gent bands in the world at a local show and they all had a microphone so in between songs they would all take turns talking and Matt had been talking about how the last night they played a show and he played like shit. And the rest of the band was like, no, you didn't do. You played great. And he made the point that isn't it funny how if you're a musician at any sort of, I don't want to say successful level, but any sort of competence, you are your worst critic. No, yeah. like no, There is nobody on the planet that can say worse things about me as a player than me. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. I agree. But also I think that does come with just like I mean with all of, I'm assuming I don't know if you're the same if you feel the same way about like singing sometimes I don't know if you're a psychopath either but, <laughs> but like, like us well but yeah <laughs> it's just you go for so long that you you, you turn into your critic your co- because your own coach you know when you yeah. hit your highs your lows and right. kind of like in between so oh yeah yeah I get that yeah so I guess uh, before we go into our last song do you have any album suggestions Oh, okay. Well, what have you been? What have you been jamming to lately? That's the thing. These aside, songs. Aside from these songs. Um, <laughs> these songs, and I get like really um, seasonally influenced. Okay. So like, obviously, I've been listening to Christmas classics yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you have a favorite Christmas classic? Uh. Okay. So like. Josh Groban kind of ruined it for me, um, but like I, I really like. Don't get me wrong; yeah. he's fucking amazing. Josh Groban sings the song so well. I flew to New York just to see him play Sweeney Todd. Did like the, you? Yeah. <laughs> was it good? I, it was amazing. Uh, I, I literally I, bet. I landed in New York at 11 a.m., got off the plane, went to Times Square, saw the show, and got back on a plane. Uh, like, well, <laughs> I don't doubt that it was worth it. He's it very talented. Um, but I like always pictured myself singing, um, Oh Holy Night. 
And uh, now I can't unhear Josh Groban saying it. <laughs> so it's just always Josh Groban to me. Um, a, g- a good one, I'm sure you've heard it, is Harry Conrick Jr. has a Christmas album. Yeah. It's just all big bands. There's Ooh. a few There's a few songs on there that I don't, I think he are originals of his mm-hmm. that are like my favorite Christmas songs. They're so good. Do you have like a favorite um, like pop present day Christmas song? Uh, August Burns Red has uh, two Christmas albums out. Really? Yeah. Two Christmas albums. Two Christmas albums. 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 They're uh, it's all instrumental stuff, but it's That's like cool. they, go, they do everything from the classics, the Are newer there stuff. Are Jingle they, Bells in there? J- oh, yeah. Jingle Bells. My, fa- my favorite of theirs is, is Carol the Bells. They oh, do the yeah. Home Alone theme song in one of It's just, hell it's so yeah. good. That's usually what I crank on. Oh, wow. Either that or the parody guy, um, Jared Loungey. He just re- released a single of, um, uh, oh, which, hang on, I have a Christmas. My, my my Christmas album you got a consi- playlist? Yeah, consists of uh, Harry Conrad Jr., Michael Buble, and then metal Christmas songs. Oh, I love it. Hell yeah. Uh, Away in a manger. But it's oh, like a de- it's a good like one. a deathcore, like like wow. gir- like lows, like, like I got a suggestion so for ridiculous. you then. Um you might have to go on YouTube, it's probably not on Spotify, but Symphony X's vocalist Russell Allen is performing with the Trans Siberian Orchestra right now. Ooh. And it's disgusting. Oh. Yeah. Trans-Siberian. And I love Symphony X as a boy, so <laughs> my favorite pop it's kind of pop. It's from the Glee, it's from Glee. Uh yeah. two of them did Christmas Eve with you. Yeah. I love that song so much. That's my Christmas song. I I'm not going to lie. I really like the Kelly Clarkson one. Do I've never heard it. About? No. It's um I may have heard it. Oh, uh, I don't remember how it goes really. Is it like a like a oh, like a song the one she wrote? Part, it's like yeah, it's like a Kelly Clarkson song okay. but it's for Christmas and it's like Cuz she just came out with a And then one day everything changed. You're all I need. Oh, it's underneath un- the tree? Yeah, underneath, underneath the tree. Yeah. Yeah, that song is awesome. Kelly Clarkson is a good singer. Like, yeah, this song pops. What? Like this is the most current Christmas song I like. Um, Besides that, it's just straight classics. Ah, I get you. No, that song that that song is fantastic. Like, um, Marshmallow World. I did not know that was Kelly Clarkson. By the way, really? Yeah, I had no idea. That makes so much sense. Yeah. No, Marshmallow World is a great Christmas song. It's super fucking old. And I never gave it the time of day. And all of a sudden this year, I'm like, what? This song Marshmallow slaps. World? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to listen to that one. That's it's cool. a good one. All of my, like most of my Christmas stuff is just big, is big bands. I oh like, my yeah, gosh. I never really, Same. I like the, I enjoy the classics, but yeah. I think it's just like the brass player in me loves, oh, yeah. loves a good trumpet solo thrown into like Frosty, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> you should check out uh, Gordon Goodwin's big fat band. They did a Christmas album called Rap This. Ooh. Rap This? Yeah. Dude, it's nasty. I'll have to check Ooh. that out. Is there any other non-Christmas albums you have that you want to suggest? Um, okay, so the only other thing I want to suggest, I talked about this on Brett's podcast too. <laughs> it's the music, the uh, score, and like music that accompanies the movie Ponyo. Um, so, uh, um, it's a Ghibli the Spirited film. Spirited Away company? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. And um, they, uh, it's, 
I can't remember the guy that makes it all. He does a lot of the music for the movies, but it has my favorite song ever. Um, it's, oh, what is it called? Give it a goog. I love those movies. There's, I think I have. Oh my God. There's a like new spirit, one. There's is, a new one coming out. Is it really? Out. Yeah. It's like the boy and the heron. Ooh, um, I'm going to go see it in theaters. So. I think because I mean, Spirited Away is incredible, but I also have um, Princess Mononoke. Yes. And then I believe, is it called like Castle in the Sky? Yeah, there's Castle in yeah. the Sky. Have um, you ever seen, you've, you've probably seen Spirited Away. Maybe. I have not. That's Well, I, I mean, if you have, you've probably, if you have seen it, it would have been that one. No. It's a really, really good. I have to, I have to so, lend you so many of my Blu rays. I am so backed up on TV shows that's right her, now. That's perfect because movies are much shorter than TV shows. That I don't have the time for the movies. <laughs> well, it is called Deep Sea Pastures and it's by Joe Hisaishi. Hisaishi. Okay. Uh, and it's like orchestral, like. It's very good. I've been going to sleep to stuff like that. It, you could go to sleep okay. to stuff like this. Um, and it's very beautiful. And like the visual of the movie at this point in time, like when this song is playing, um, it's these jellyfish just rising out of the ocean. And it's just, it's a good. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's very good. So I suggest uh, and listening to it. I'll have to, I'm yeah. gonna have to watch that. Oh, it's great. That is I the happiest like, movie. I feel like I, I, there's a, I have a couple of, cause I have, I have so many movies. There's times where like, I yeah. know, I know I have like three or four of that, like that yeah. from that studio. I just off the top of my head, aside from those other ones, I can't oh, yeah. remember what they were, but no, what, which one was it again? Ponyo. And it is like the, there's no like true villain. There's no evil. There's just a worried dad. Like, that's right on Mike's alley. Yeah, it's it's just, it's, uh, (laughs) it's, it is the most joyful, happy movie I've ever seen. Like, I, it's a, I throw it on at night if I just need, like, something feel good. Like, oh, it's time for Ponyo. You know what? I'll, I, um, I'll have to lend you it if you ever want to watch it. There's this, this animated movie I got called, uh, The Boy and His World. Oh. Or the boy in his world, or something Wait, like. Wait, what do you have it on? I have it on Blu-ray. I don't have a fucking Blu-ray player. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, I don't well, have a Blu-ray player. All right, sorry, sorry. I'm I ha- gonna lose every bit of media I have when the world ends. Okay. <laughs> I have it. I have it on my. So my you know when the world too. ends. Okay. That. But um, but it's like there's no dialogue. It's like a okay. Swedish film, and it looks like it follows like a um a boy like a boy whose dad I'm, I'm I think goes off to war. Yeah, and it looks like it's drawn with crayon in certain <gasps> points. Like the animation is gorgeous, and it's very like it's awesome. Like everything, obviously, there's no dialogue aside from the the subtitles saying like incoherent foreign language. Yeah, in <laughs> certain parts, you're just like, oh, okay, great. They're right. You're not supposed to understand what's happening, but right. it's so good. And it goes from Ooh. like crayon drawing to what looks like like weird paper mache cutout Ooh. kind of stuff. Oh, it's cool. very cool. That's very cool. I would definitely like to see that. I will say when the world ends, one of your top issues is probably not going to be, are my Blu-rays going to play? No, I will be. Oh, no. You're going to have bigger issues, Michael. All all I want to do is watch my movies. I understand. How am I going to watch Jiggle All the Way if the world ends with my Blu-ray? It's a fair point. Yeah. 
If you're banking the way, on Blu-ray the post-apocalypse, then you need to fortify your house. Exactly. Yeah. Because we're going to raid it for your Blu-ray player. Yeah. I know. Everyone's going to be Do coming you have in. Deck the Halls? That is my favorite Christmas <gasps> movie. Deck oh, the who's Halls. in that one? Uh, Matthew Broderick and... I like. I can picture... Damn, who is... I can picture the, oh the cover. I cannot remember who plays the guy who's trying to ruin everything. <laughs> is it Tim Allen? Um, no, he, no, he's not. in, he's in is Christmas with the Cranks. Huh? You're right. Is it Ed Helms? Let's see. I, I do enjoy me some Ed Helms. Yeah. I'm a big Matthew Broderick fan. I love Christmas lights. I love putting Christmas lights up. I think it comes from the theater thing. Oh, so, yeah. Deck the Halls is... That's where you get me. Wait. Is it Danny DeVito? It could be. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's Danny that DeVito. That was close to Ed Helms. <laughs> Wait, that's <laughs> way far away from Ed Helms. That's funny, though. That's really funny. Oh, right. You want to wrap Under up with a song? The tree. Let's yes. do it. All right. Well, do you want to you plug yourself one more time? Spotify, your SoundCloud, uh, apparently, with se- secret songs. You could Google Constance Cezano or Connie Cezano, and a few things are going to show up. There's going to be a SoundCloud <laughs> Don't There's going to be a yourself. Spotify. There's going to be someone else's project called Smile Sweetheart. I will sue them. I don't for know it. who that person is anymore. And I also don't know if they're actively making music. But you can click on either one of those three things and you will find me. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for awesome. having me. Yeah. Let's, let's finish up with the song. Fucking for sure. All right. Yeah. Do you hear me talking to you across the water, across the deep blue ocean, under the open sky? Oh my, oh baby, I'm trying. Boy, I hear you, you're in my dream. I feel you whisper across the sea. I keep you with me in my heart. You make it easier when life gets hard. Lucky I'm in love with my best friend. Lucky to have been where I have been. Lucky to be coming home again. We had one more kiss. I wait for you. I promise you. Well, lucky I'm in love with my best friend. Lucky to have been where I have been. Lucky to be coming home again. Lucky we're in love in every way. Lucky to have stayed where we have stayed. Lucky to be coming home someday. So I'm singing through the sea to an island where we'll meet. We'll feel the music, feel the air. I'll put a flower in your hair. Though the breezes through the trees and moon. 